Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Welcome to our 100th episode of The Command Zone. Now, before we get started, some of you may know that this was a live streamed episode, which means that it is a whopping three hours long. Holy moly. We live streamed it on Twitch last Saturday, and we're just releasing it today. If you want to check out the entire video version, go on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the command zone podcast. Now, a couple of notes before this episode gets started, because it was a live episode, the audio quality is not going to be the same. So we apologize for that in advance and we do end up meandering a little bit because it is live we're answering viewer questions paying attention to chat juggling a bunch of different things checking out what our friends are doing on the side tables all in all it's a lot of fun i really do recommend that you check out the video version online so you can see what is really happening behind the scenes because it's not your normal podcast episode for those of you that missed it don't worry josh and i had a blast doing it and i'm sure that we're going to do something very similar in the future And one last announcement, this Friday, March 18th, The Command Zone is going to release our official spoiler for Shadows Over Innistrad. It's a really, really exciting one. We're going to have a short sort of 10 to 15 minute episode, so be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast either on your RSS feed or on YouTube so you can hear all about the spoiler the moment it goes live. And as always, you can keep up with everything else that's going on with this show by following us on Twitter at CommandCast. All right, guys, enjoy the 100th episode, the live stream extravaganza with tons of special guests. And if you have time, make sure you check out the video version on our YouTube channel. Again, youtube.com slash the command zone podcast. Let's get to it. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. How's it going, everybody? We are here. We did it. It is the live streamed episode of the 100th episode of the command zone podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Wong. How is it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. The one and only. And uh, we have over 400 people in the chat so far, which is super exciting. Wow, 409. Very exciting. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. We're super excited. Episode 100. What a milestone, Jimmy. It is a milestone. How how long ago did we start this thing? Almost two years. uh, Probably like 20 months or so. Really? Oh, geez. I never thought we'd make it this far. Really? I don't know if that's just, true or not. You just quit. There were points along the way where I wasn't sure if we'd make it this far. That's true. A lot of people are saying, how's it in chat? So, Josh, you've started a revolution. So. I, I'm so happy that so many people are spelling it correctly with the Z. Oh, yeah. It's not with the, the S, right? Yeah. So, great work, everybody. Interesting. I don't know about the people that are saying, what's it? That's a little bit. I don't know what that is. You guys don't say, what's it on the island? No. 
I, I ask you as though you were like an island native. No, you're yeah. from Portland. I'm from Portland. I just have a lot of family there. Um, so we have a very special podcast for you guys today. For one, we have an entire bunch of stuff <laughs> that we're giving away. We're going to make it rain. Yeah, we're going to make it rain packs everywhere. I was like, oh, God, don't hit me. Uh, we have cool stuff. We have a From the Vault Annihilation, a couple of fat packs, as well as a Penny Arcade pin, Foil Marauder's Wake. Lots of fun stuff for all of you guys. Um, and, of course, today would not be possible if it wasn't for everyone that is here helping us out. So let's do a quick tour. We're going to go mobile. We're going mobile. Whee! So we have Holland, hey who's behind camera. We have the one and only Danny Vink running the board and in chat. And we have four of our intrepid friends here playing EDH. So Some have, of these people you may know. Yeah. So that is Craig Blanchett, the one, the only, our famous Infect player. Who, Captain Infect. Who are, you, who are you playing today, Craig? Speaking oh, of Infect. Doing, uh, Xenagos. Xenagos yep. Infect. Like the monster you are born to be. Exactly. Uh, we have Vinny. Who we mentioned a lot on the show. Vinny, who are you playing? I am playing Rafik of the Many. Wow, that is gross as well. You guys are Nine. all gross, <laughs> gross people. Um, in there, man. Phil Lucas, say hi. Phil hey. from the Commander and MTG podcast. Phil, who are you playing today? I am playing Karametro. How exciting is that? Completely non-threatening. Yeah, but it is foil, so you should probably come first. <laughs> Until turn four, <laughs> where he's at 30 mana. And finally, Wesley T. Ruddle. T. Wesley Riddle. Yeah. T. Wesley Riddle. It's <laughs> all good. It's all good. Who are you playing? I'm playing Child of Alara. Which one I'm of my favorites. Play, yes. But... Your five color wreck them all good Wes stuff. Wes only there. has one commander deck, so sure, sure. we may have seen it a few times. So these guys are going to be playing in the background while we podcast. And uh, we have a rule. Anytime someone uh, gets eliminated, we're going to sound the bell. Someone sound the bell. And uh, <laughs> that means that we're going to give something away because someone has died. And how wonderful is that? Drop, uh, Whenever someone gets knocked out of the commander game, somebody on the chat will get free stuff. Oh, and we have one more person hanging out today with us. Well, two people, technically. Everyone, this is Eli, the one and only, and this is the sun riding. Hey, riding. Uh, Eli well, used to be the editor for the show. I did, back in the day. Now I had to wear school. Yeah, you look a little beat. Eli's been uh, in and out of the uh, hospital. Hope everything's going all right, Eli. Anyway, Eli's going to be helping us run the camera as well. So we've got a lot of stuff going on today, but we have a podcast to do as well, right, Josh? We do. So... What's on the docket? We've got a lot of special guests lined up for today. We're going to have Brian David Marshall, the professor from Tularean Community College. We're going to have Marshall Sutcliffe from Limited Resources and the Pro Tour coverage team. And Jason Alt from Brainstorm Brewery, where he's going to come on and talk to us also. So pretty exciting. They're going to pop in and out for short conversations throughout the day. We've talked about the prizes we're going to give away. Um, also, sort of the big unifying theory, I guess, of this episode is going to be deck brewing. Deck brewing! Everyone loves making decks, and we talk about it all the time. So uh, what we're going to do is have it up to you guys to decide what we're going to brew. Uh, and that means we're going to have a straw poll. I'll post the link in chat. Just go ahead, click it, and then click on the commander that you wish for us to I don't know, make a deck around. And we'll go through our process, what goes through our head. And I Well, guess... and we're going to take suggestions from the chat. Like, you guys are going to yeah. help us build, basically, a deck today on the stream with the, all our special guests. Uh, and we're going to be popping over to our side background commander game from time to time. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot going on. So strap in. Exciting. So there is the poll for everyone to click. Very, very exciting. Well, I'm excited to see who everybody picks here. Yeah. We sort of took a list of recent legendary creatures from recent sets. I'm going to go ahead and vote. Now, You're Danny, voting? Danny, can you throw this uh, the screen on? I'm no, gonna, I'm do gonna not. Vote. Go ahead I and know, just put no. my vote here for Dragonlord <sighs> Polygon. Oh, no! The votes... Wow, look at this thing fly! Holy moly. Uh, by the way, don't actually vote for Dragon Lord. Please don't vote for Dragon Lord. Call. We will not brew around that card. I don't want to brew K-Mole at all. 
Yeah. Uh, good. Oh, we see a lot of Eilie so far and Zada right close behind. Red would be a, a dream of mine, of course. The nice thing is that we get to brew this with you guys. We'll show you also like sort of the tips and tricks that we do, like searching and gatherer, how to correctly find stuff. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Let's see, we got Ailey's pretty firmly in the lead here. Yeah, with Alesha right close Alesha's behind. next. Oh, Noyan Dar making a jump. This is exciting. So <laughs> we'll give this about a couple more minutes um, until uh, we, we have a, a final result. But it is pretty fascinating seeing those numbers climb up and up and up. And up. While we're waiting, should we give something away? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we're going to give away our first prize. <laughs> Eli just saw the uh, <laughs> just saw the stack of packs yeah. and stuff, and his mouth goes like this. <laughs> um, all right, let's do it. How should we? How should we determine? We will do a raffle. Danny's the raffle all set up. Uh, we can make it set up. Yeah, ready. All right. So what we're going to do is uh, to enter the raffle. You just simply type in the word that we're telling. That it'll be a keyword, and I'll enter you into the raffle, and then we'll be able to randomly choose someone from the chat. So, what should our first word be? Oh, our first word should be commander? All right, so type in commander to enter. I've won the giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, so it's going. Oh, no, 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 so we, we haven't decided any winners yet. We're still figuring out the Nightbot thing. Just everybody type commander in one time, and then the, the uh, Danny's whatever system. Yeah, we're rolling again, ready? All right, all right, everyone, if you haven't done it already, do it again. Okay. Oh my god, look at the chat go. We, no. we have the, is it going, or is Wojo it? Hoski. All right, our first winner is Wojo Hoski. Wojo, congratulations. Congrats, so we'll give you some packs in the mail. What you're gonna need to do in the meantime is just uh, go ahead and send a private message. If you go down to the, there's a little button here that says whispers, whisper and you Jimmy. whisper oh. whisper me, at JF Wong. Oh my god, they're still going. They're still trying for the community. We've picked a winner. Don't worry, we're going to do it a lot of times throughout this episode. So if you if you haven't typed Commander up till now, it's too late. Yeah, stop Don't worry about it. Well, actually, you, you type as much you as can you can type whatever you want, but yeah. <laughs> but we're going to do it again later, yeah, many we'll times. We have all this stuff to give away. Yeah, so. and later on, we're going to be giving away some special stuff too. I didn't even say this, but... Yeah, you, outside of this... You brought uh, some singles. I brought some singles, yeah. Outside of this sweet... Ooh. Foil Marari's Wake that I have from the Commander's Arsenal. We'll also be giving away a full set of foil lands from Valkyrie Zendikar. We've so, also said we, we, we will sign the foil full art lands if you want us to. But don't make us. I don't think you should because <laughs> that will devalue them. Yeah, but if 100%. you desire it, we will. Because we've had some people ask that in the past. But if it were me, I would not have us sign them. If it wasn't foil, maybe. Yeah, but they're just regular full art lands, sure. Let's, yeah, exactly. Let's do that, yeah. Okay, um, so let's take a look at the poll and see what has climbed to the top. And with 53 outstanding votes, Eile Eternal Pilgrim is going to be our, our commander to brew rounds. Okay, it looks like we're going to start brewing. Is it Eile or Ailey? Oh, we should figure that out before we go, huh? It is. What does chat think? In chat, do you think it's an I sound or an A sound at the, stop, at the, at the top? Eile or Ailey? Or... A, A, it should be A, just so you can go, A, A, what's going on? Or for on? our Canadian friends, like Andy Hull from the uh, Commander oh, yeah. Group Rangers, yeah. It should be somewhere out. Somewhere it's a pretty chat. cool commander, A, A. Lee. Eile. <laughs> I-O-L? Nothing. Okay. A, O, A. Eli's having tough flashbacks from his time editing the podcast. I don't know why we just asked chat, we should just make another straw poll. Instead, so is it A? No, I like this. I'm reading it. Most people say A. Uh, somebody says I like Isle, but Isle has A I, not A Y. 
I know. Well, we've had issues before in the past with... Uh, <laughs> so he says, quick, get Wedge. Get Wedge, that's right. We did. Wedge was going to come on. He tried to make it, but he had uh, scheduling conflicts. So he is with us in spirit. Ailey sounds Scottishly drunk. I think it's it looks like Ailey. We'll check the straw poll as well. But I think Ailey is right. We'll see. We'll check out these results here. Oh, God, it's so tight. <laughs> How is it so close? It's... It's literally 50 It's literally 50 right like now. two votes ahead for. And they think it's Eilie. I. I like how you spell I. I or A. It's going to be one or the other. Currently, really? is pulling ahead. This is insane. Where's Shavam? Is Shavam here? Yeah, Shavam. <laughs> he is Shavam. Shavam said he was going to be here. Shavam, are you in chat? <laughs> Shavam, type in all caps so I can see People you. are saying Eilie. It looks like the clear winner here. 94 to 80. It's, it's surging ahead. In our democratic election. <laughs> Democratically elected pronunciation? Sure. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and search up uh, Eilie. So, Danny, if you want to bring this guy up on the, the screen here. Eilie Eternal Program is a legendary creature from uh, Oath, right? Yes. No. No, she's from, she's from uh, Battle for Zendikar. She's from Battle for Zendikar. It, uh, she costs white and black. Uh, she has Death Touch. She's a 2-3. And for one colorless, actually, no, one generic, you can sacrifice another creature. You gain life equal to the sacrificed creature's toughness. For one colorless, or sorry, one generic white black, sacrifice another creature, exile and target non land permanent, activate this ability only if you have at least 10 life more than your starting life total. So, so she wants you to gain life to get above 50 life so that you can start blowing up everybody's everything. Literal everything. It's non land permanent, so you can't do lands, but it's still extremely powerful. Hey, are there any non land permanents that need blowing up right now on the board, Craig? Yeah. yeah? What like is it? Like what? What? If you could blow up one thing on the board right now, Craig. What would it be? It would be Wes's uh, collective restraint. Uh, Wes, you should kill him as soon as possible because that is just, <laughs> that's crazy threatening that he said that. He could have said something of Vinny's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Vinny's is only two words. Wes's is five. Oh, that is a lot of mana. So, uh, important to note. Eilie says above your starting life total, so she doesn't have the Sarah Ascendant Clause where it's just already at 30. Right, right. Which We like that wording. We wish they would do that yeah. uh, in the past. Although it looks like they're going to be doing that moving forward, which is great. Which is great. So what, is, what comes to mind for you when you first see this card, Josh? What do you want to do? Like, what, are, what does your gut instinct say? I mean, I think it's gain life, obviously. But I want creatures with high toughness. Mm -hmm. and, so, and the great thing about creatures with high toughness is a lot of times they're cheap. So you can get like an 06 wall for two mana. Right. So you can actually have a powerful, like, cheap plays, which is rare in EDH. Not to mention, if you're trying to get above 50 life, you're going to need stuff with high toughness to stop things from coming at you, right? Yeah, exactly. So you're not getting hit, so when you gain life, you're not just losing it uh, really, really fast. So we can go ahead and go into Gatherer. By the way, Gatherer is probably the most powerful search tool online for Magic cards. Uh, you can essentially you can do a lot of customization here as to what you want to search for. So for the first thing we're going to do, we're going to do white. A lot of people colors. are saying Cleric Tribal. Cleric Tribal? Ooh. I, cleric Tribal may be just more fun. <laughs> we can do Cleric Tribal with, uh, with the life gain toughness. We can figure out some good clerics. Yeah, a lot of people are saying Cleric. I don't know. Cleric sounds fun to me. I like Clerics. I like Edgewalker is, all, is the first thing I think of when I think of uh, Cleric Tribal. What does Edgewalker do? Edgewalker is a creature that makes all your Clerics cost one black and one white. Less. <laughs> it's, it's in Shadowborn Apostle deck because you just play them for free after you cast Edgewalker. I see, I see. So right now we have um, search criteria. It does contain white or black, and does not contain red, blue, or green. So those are the colors. So if we do a, a practice search, we'll see that we're going to get a lot of cards 
Aha, so you get multicolored cards as well as cards that are have hybrid mana as well as cards that are just monocolored as well. So this is a good place to start. Now, we're going Cleric Tribal. Is that what we've decided? Somebody else is saying Wall Tribal. Uh, we have done a Wall Tribal deck, actually. We did do that on the show. Somebody's saying Aristocrats. I don't know, chat. Give us some direction here. Cleric Tribal is sort of like tickling my fancy at the moment, but I'm, I'm open. Interesting. Well, people also like Magic Card Start Info. I like them both, honestly. I think they're both very powerful. Uh, but of course, we're going to stick together. Yeah, EDH Rec is also Our very, buddy, very good. Donald Miner. So let's actually check out all of these resources that we have at our disposal. So EDH Rec, if you guys do not know, is one of our favorite sites. We had Donald P. Miner on the show before. And you can actually look up a card like Eilie, and it'll show you the top signature cards in the deck, as well as top cards. And he takes this by getting lists from Tapped Out and sort of a bunch of different websites and putting them all together. So let's do it. Let's check it out. So let's go ahead and add in... Oh, this is crazy. There's so many options. People are already throwing out awesome stuff. Uh, obviously, the Soul Sisters. Um, a lot of people saying Clerics. Well, let's start with Cleric and see what kind of spicy cards we can come up with. Oh, and we'll also be making this list on Tapped Out. So this is where we'll be keeping track of it. Yeah, so okay. don't look at the screen right now as I type in our uh, super elite password, which is just Josh Lee Kwai times two. It is not. <laughs> that would have been way longer. I know, right? <laughs> Lies. All right. I mean, it's amazing no one's been ringing the bell over at the side table yet. Yeah, I would have thought Chris Chris playing Xenagos Infect. Yeah, Infectagos must have be falling on his face over there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got eight. Eight infects. Seven. Seven. No, at nine. Very. Close. Wait, why are you attacking two different players? You're infect. Collective restraint stuff. Man. <laughs> All right. So we have Eilie. All right. So we're making this deck. I'm going to save and continue editing, and let's start looking at some of our options here. So. We have a lot of clerics. Now, something like Drawn its Emissary, would you put this in the deck, even if it is a vampire cleric ally? But it is not. I don't think that powerful. I don't know. It would depend on the other cleric synergies. If we're going cleric, I would put it in the pile of possibilities for sure. Right, so Edgewalker, if we're going cleric, Edgewalker is like the first card I would put in. Edgewalker, that card's, yeah. That card's crazy. Cleric spells you cast cost white, black, less to cast, which means if you play Edgewalker, Eilie comes out for free. Yeah. Which is exciting. Which is insane. Yeah, so on the same turn that you cast Edgewalker, you can drop Eilie if you want to. That's turn three, although you can cast Eilie on turn two anyway. All right, so Edgewalker is going to definitely be our first. We're, going, we're doing clerics. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I like the idea of making a deck that has cleric themes in there. Uh -huh. I mean, obviously for me, I'm just want, I want the best stuff clerics there are, and then we also, you know, win. We'll do game. some other stuff, yeah, okay. All right, the High Priest of Penance. One of my favorite cards. A very, very good I'm card. I'm not sure if it's going to fit in this deck. It seems like... You need a way to make it indestructible, or you need a way to make it so you can use it more than once. Because right. just like one time it dies and you destroy an online permanent is not that great, especially since um, it's when it takes damage, sorry, not when it dies. Especially since Ailey's already Ailey, doing it. Ailey, I'm going to mess that up the whole day. <laughs> uh, is already doing that, right? So I don't know about High Priest. I feel like, no. What do you think? I feel like it depends on whether or not you want. Oh, Marshall sent me a text. He says it's A-Y space L-E-E. -E. Is that I or A, though? That's A. A? Ailey it is. Marshall Sorry. Sutcliffe has spoken, everyone. Has Sorry. Spoken. But he does the official pronunciation guide for Wizards of the Coast. That's very true. Because he has to say it live all the time. So. Oh! oh! Somebody got knocked Let's out! Let's roam, baby! Let's oh, wait, roam! Wait, wait. Jimmy, really quick before we go over there. Who do you think it is that got KO'd? I believe... Phil got KO'd by... No, I believe Vinny got KO'd by, by Craig. I'm going to believe in the Infect Dream. I believe... I'm, I'm going to guess Craig got KO'd, right, trying roaming. to KO everyone right, else. What happens? So, 
<clears throat> I put, I attached Livewire Lab well, let me get to Listener L. Exciting. And Sylvan Library for Rancor. Oh God. And so it's a Rancor. what? So it's a it's it's a three. It's a three one, but because of this ability, when it gets the begin becomes the target of a spell or ability. It does two damage to target creature player. <laughs> oh, oh so just boom! Finished him off. Right, and I was I wanted to go for Vinny, but I couldn't attack because of this stupid collective restraint. I couldn't attack Vinny. Gotcha. And, no problem, buddy. So too much going on. So who died? Phil. Died. But I'm I'm soon. <laughs> Phil, you're not long for this world. Yeah, My exactly. Citadel siege triggered. I got to at the beginning of this combat. Targeted that creature. It has to. It's not a May and. That killed you. <laughs> two points. I already had nine in effect. It was over. Wait, you have one player at nine, one at seven, one at eight? No. One at one. one. Oh, one. Yeah. It, that collective restraint came out like turn four. It was crazy. Yeah. Before I could even start attacking less. So. How does it feel, Phil, as someone that hates Phyrexia? Oh, uh, oh I that... really, really hate it. This, oh. <laughs> this underscores why. Oh, the irony. So thick. The irony. Yes. All right, we're bringing it back to the table here. And let's give something away. So if you guys want to win the next giveaway, the keyword is infect. So type in infect to the chat and uh, and we'll we'll give a sweet, sweet prize to one of you wonderful people. Yeah, type in infect and you're gonna win some packs. All right. Uh, so we're calling her Ailey now? Ailey, it's definitely Ailey. Marshall has confirmed. The uh, the High Priest of Penance, I actually like it because if we're gonna go themed and we're gonna go tribal and cleric, why not just have another thing be we destroy target non-land permanence with everything? All right, do it. It's another thing that does what our commander does. That's usually good. In the old days before Tuck, we would really like a card like that. True. So, High Priest of Pens is in. It is, I can agree, that's sort of on the edge because you can't easily abuse it. But there are cards. Right, we have a winner. We have a winner. Max Ascended. Max Ascended. Max Ascended. Congrats. Max Ascended. Max. All right, send me a message. And I'll tell you what to do. Congrats, buddy. You're going to win some packs or other stuff. All right, next up. The big prizes I think we'll give away specifically. We'll yes. be like, this one's for that. We'll, we'll do that with our guests. Now, notably, he, the High Priest is a human cleric. And one card that immediately jumped to mind was the uh, March from the Tomb. Oh. That can hurt a lot of allies. But that's allies, yeah. It's so not that clerics. is a small tick against the High Priest of Penantir. Right. Well, Ailey's not. Or I. Ailey? Ailey? What did we decide? Ailey? Ailey Dang is a it. cleric, actually, so we don't She's have She's not an ally, yeah, yeah, so there's no allies. So. Um, Alright, let's look. Uh, Orzhiv Pontiff is good, but it's not powerful enough. For that kind of effect, why not go all the way and just get Elish Norn? <laughs> I mean, the, the thing I could say about Pontiff is if you were doing, like, the Shadowborn Apostle strategy, which I don't think we're probably going to do, although they are clerics, then that's a way to pump the whole team True. if you ever swing with them, <laughs> which I found you don't normally do. So, yeah, I'd sort of pass on that for now. Okay. All right, Underworld Coinsmith is an interesting one. <clears throat> it's an enchantment creature, uh, originally from Theros, I believe. Uh, it, whenever it or another enchantment enters the battlefield, you gain a life. However, you pay one life and each opponent loses one life. That seems like a nonbo across the board, unless you have heavy enchantments in the deck. Yeah, it's also, like, so mana-heavy, right? Like, how often are you actually going to be able to pay those two mana? I can't see the deck ever exploding and doing that 20 times in one turn. Yeah. Now, this Call for uh, Confessor is the first uh, interesting choice here because he has Extort. Yeah, Extort. A lot of people were actually saying Extort in the um, chat as a theme to go within the deck. And definitely we could probably build it in as a sub-theme. Extort's just so good. I think it's one of the more underrated abilities in Commander because... Mm -hmm. You can gain, like in that game over there, for instance, you would gain uh, 
three life and do three damage for one mana. One mana, which is pretty good. And this each opponent. And that little tax that you you add to every spell you cast, like if you do that like four or five times, that's like for one, in that game, if you did it four times, that's twelve life. You'd already put Ailey into the into the uh ten above your starting life total category. And you've Very done good. quite a bit of damage. I kind of like a start with Ailey. I do too. I know I don't love this card specifically, this Coffee Confessor, because um, it is taking away from life. And I think the goal with this deck is control. Yeah. You want to just blow up everything. If they only have lands and you can destroy everything else, it's control and also giving fuel for Ailey. What? Wait. What was the ability on the protector? You pay okay. life and then you reveal that many cards from their hand and you choose one in exile. It's just that effect is not big enough. If it was all the cards, yeah, that you saw, way too powerful. I know. Um, then I would like it more, but just one card from any one player, it's too easy for that to mean nothing. Yeah, that's right. All right, so let's go ahead and check out Extort. Now, there are not many clerics with Extort. <laughs> There's actually just the Viscopal Confessor, I believe, that is a cleric. So let's get rid of that subtype and take another search here and see what white-black cards have Extort. This is <clears> only <throat> going to show us dual-colored cards, right? It's not showing us yes, mono-colored cards. Yes, these are only cards. showing uh, us dual-colored cards right yeah. now. Yeah, so we'll look at the mono-colored cards. Actually, we can just do uh, does not contain these colors, and it should show us all the cards. So yeah, now we'll get some, now we'll get the monocolor cards. Okay. All right, so we have a lot of cards in the history of Magic that have extort. Um, and again, if you guys don't know, it's whenever you cast a spell, you can play white or black. And if you do, each opponent loses one life, you gain that much life. So what we're looking for are cards that are good in Commander, can either create tokens or gain us life beyond extort and do something great. And one of the best cards just popped up. Blind Obedience. I love Blind Obedience so much. This card is so underrated. It slows everybody else down, and it give, yeah, and it has Extort. So it has, what's the card? It's like Kismet doesn't hit you and just adds a little tax to all of your spells. I really like that in I general. Too. <clears throat> so I will admit that a lot of times Blind Obedience is in my stack of cards that I would play. And then at the very it. end, it's like, ah, it's, it's just, and it's perhaps incorrect, but it's one of those cards that's sort of easy to cut because... When you look at it, you're like, but uh, I don't have to have that. Yeah, it's true. But it actually does way more work than you think it does. Because <clears throat> a lot of us back there are playing Signets, Soul Rings, Gilloloses, Thrain Dynamos. Well, and think about it against um, Craig's deck right now. He's playing uh, Infectagos, so Xenagos <clears throat> Infect. Xenagos gives a creature haste and plus X plus X, which is basically doubles its power, let's say. And Welcome to Blind Obedience just stops the haste part. It yeah. means that he can't drop a creature with infect and attack you all in one turn because it comes into play tapped and that's just kind of it. So against a deck like that, so, so good. Also in the late game when someone is at like 10 life and just has to play a blocker, Blind Obedience just sits there and says, I'm sorry, every single potential blocker you play, unless they've already been on the battlefield, they're going to come in tapped. Or Kiki-Jiki infinite combos, Pestermite, uh, Zealous Conscripts. Yeah. Um, those just don't work because you make infinite amount of them, but they're all tapped, so it doesn't really matter. All right, so let's check out uh, the next card, Crypt Ghast. I think this has to go in every single deck that's either two-color or one-color. Well, especially if it's monocolored. But Crypt Ghast has Extort on it. Uh, it doubles your black mana, and it came in Commander. Yeah, it's great on a lot of... Uh, the only thing that would make it better in this deck is if it was a Cleric. If it was a Cleric, that's right. So I'll add Crypt Ghast to the list and keep going down. So I think we're getting, we're getting close to sort of the ideas that we want to have here. Is we want to have Extort, we want to have creatures that can make use of it. Oh, and this one. A lot of people are saying this in chat, too. Yeah, the Pontiff of Blight is absurd. It's This <clears throat> card is legit crazy. Um, because it has extort, but it also gives all your other creatures extort. So what that means is if you play... If you have Pontiff, Pontiff of Blight out and two other creatures, 
Now when you play a spell, you can actually extort three times for each spell because each spell. your other two creatures also have the ability to extort. And every time you play another spell, you can tap. And every single one of those creatures, including the one you just played, if it's a creature, has extort. Very often if you have quite a bit of mana and pontiff and a few creatures, you can end the game so fast because you're just like, do six to everybody, do six to everybody, do six to everybody, done. Pretty good. Oh, oh ding! ding! Eli, let's go mobile. <clears throat> let's go mobile. All right. Wait, wait, who do you think died, Josh? I'm going to guess Craig. <laughs> Craig? Because people died? like to kill the yeah. infect player. It happens. But yeah, it's, you yeah. had Chandra's Ignition in your hands. I know. Well, I'm stuck with four <clears throat> mana. I couldn't even cast my general. Oh, poor Craig. Oh, yeah, poor who, Craig. Wait, wait. Who killed, who killed Craig? Rafik of the many. Oh, Smart Rafik move because one. with Chandra's Ignition, he can just ice everybody, right? My, so my goal, like, I've been stuck at four mana for a couple turns. I wanted to get this out and then Chandra's Ignition. And just this. destroy everybody. Yeah. So if you don't know, Chandra's Ignition makes the creature do the damage. So if it's a creature with Infect, it will do that much Infect damage to everybody. So a lot of times if you have a creature with power like 10 and you Chandra's Ignition it, you just win. However, looking at Wesley's board here, it, yeah. it appears that the Pillow Fort is up. Wes has about, oh, Wes, I don't know, 12 yeah. lands of a Dalkin Orrery, a Mirari's Wake, and the Collective Restraint. And Vinny's stuck at five lands. Uh, it's my turn. <laughs> Let's see what Wes has in his hand so we can. Uh, yeah, Wes, if you can. If you can uh, flash out Ulamog, blow up Rafik. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a good start. I'll also flash again. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I believe the game has just ended. Yeah. So, Vinny, do you think you can recover from this? By the way, he picked up every single. I believe it. No. I believe it. <laughs> All right. So, some, hey, Wes, hit that bell. He's, you scooping? Yeah. Right, Boom! Boom! Game one is over. <laughs> Wes is champion. All right, back to the back to the drawing board here. So we have two giveaways to do. Uh, for the first giveaway, you guys will have uh, I don't know thirty seconds or so after we announce it. Type in the word pillow, pillow, <laughs> to win the next giveaway, and then send me a message. You have to do one too. Uh, <laughs> once you go. Uh, right. 620 viewers, by the way. Pretty good. Pretty we are great. very excited. Yeah. A lot of people have shown up. Very Thanks to you guys exciting. so much for showing up. Um, by the way, we have this on the schedule. BDM, Brian David Marshall, Ooh. will be contacting him in about 15 minutes. Very so he's, exciting. He's the first guest. And he will help us build this deck. All right. All right. Omnis NVIDIA. Omnis NVIDIA. Go ahead and send JF Wong a message in chat on Twitch. And uh, I will tell you the instructions after uh, the show is over. All right, so the Pontiff of Blight, 100% in the deck. This card is insane. By and the way, if a creature has multiple instances of Extort, they all trigger separately. Yeah, so it's... So a creature with Extort... We'll still get twice. another Extort. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And Cleric. Oh, that is wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Pontiff, for being the Cleric that we want. A zombie Cleric, but a Cleric nonetheless. All right, so zombie th sub-theme? Yeah, kidding, zombie sub-theme. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Temporal Extortion came up because it has the word extort in it. <laughs> <laughs> Any player would play half his life rounded up. If the player does counter it, taking it at. Nah, not so good. Throw Parasite. This is an interesting creature just because it could have uh, counters. Removing removing counters is interesting. However, the effect's pretty slow, and you'll get removed. Especially one at a when Ailey can just destroy whatever permanent has the counters yeah, on it. Unless exactly. it's Dark Depths, in which case you might. But that's too slow. Dark Depths is usually like, has some sort of trick that takes them all off at once. What do you think of Treasury Thrall? So whenever Treasury Thrall attacks, you may return target artifact creature or enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. This is white-black, by the way. It's not going to be very easy to grant why don't we do? Why don't we do a pull on this one? This is another card that I have often had in my pool as, like, I do want to play this card. It seems like it would be good, and then it doesn't quite make it. So what do you guys think? Treasury Thrall 
Yay or nay? Yay or nay? Oh, no, we have not run the second giveaway, so... People think that, that it's fort, because they're all saying the word fort. <laughs> well, it is the second giveaway, so type in fort, and also make sure... We're going to give them extra time for this one. Yeah. Okay, you get extra time, type in the word fort, that's our second giveaway. Meanwhile, we forgot check there was out two. the straw poll in chat and vote, vote, vote for Treasury Thrill. Yay, nay, or Ailey? Uh, a lot of people Yay, vote for Ailey. Ailey's <laughs> already at the deck. I know, but I, I, we oh, have to A's do three here. Yeah, this is the AY themed show. So it looks like a Yay is, is heading it up here, but we'll keep this giveaway going. Um, if you guys type in Fort, we will announce the winner here. Wow, look at all these. I'm things. getting texts from people like Andy Hull, yeah. who's like, bros, it's Ailey. E H? Yeah. With well, Canadian he's Canadian, flag, yeah. by the way, afterwards. Um, yeah. So that's great. I'm glad Marshall and Andy and other people had our back. <laughs> Shavam is supposed to be our pronunciation expert, but he was. Where were you, Shavam? He said, Ailey, Ailey. he tweeted at us, E H L E Ailey. Send another poll link? Yeah. All right. So, if you guys go ahead and vote if you think Treasury Thrill is a card that should Did be. Did we pick a winner for deck. Fort? I'm picking it right now. All okay. right. The winner for Fort is. There are a lot of people in here. Rats Gobbler. Rats Gobbler. Go ahead and send JF Wong a message. Uh, otherwise, everyone go ahead and vote. And it says Treasury Thrill is at 70 votes for yes and 50 for uh, no. All right, people like Treasury Thrill. This is good because I do want to put Treasury Thrill in a, in a deck, and I haven't yet. So he, fits, he sort of fits everything that we're we're looking for here, which is he's got he's got extort. He is a giant thrall, and you can return artifact creatures or enchantments. And it's a good uh, effect to have in these colors is being able to recur not just creatures but your other things. Because I'm assuming down the line we're going to have some like doubling cube, yes, type of you know, or just Thrawn Dynamos and things like that. Yeah, if Extort's a huge part of this, we're going to want to be able to make white and black mana. Yeah. Bountiful amounts. All right, so these are all the creatures in white and black that have Extort. So actually not that many. Not that many. What about Clerics in white and black? Uh, right, so let's go ahead and check that out. Because we still, I feel like we're a little low on life gain right now. We got, yeah, we, we you are. know, that's going to be the bread and butter of the deck. It's going to, I think we're going to want a good amount of life gain, but we're going to want it ideally life gain that's also does something else, right? Yes. Because pure life gain... Not usually the best. Never so hot. All right. You know, should we cut over and see who uh, for game two that are? Yeah. So let's go to the wide camera here. Yep. Check out what's going on. You guys want to take your commanders and just hold them towards camera so we can show uh, to the camera. Show who we got here. So we want to have have Mimeoplasm, Glissa, Animar Soul Elements. Oh God, Vinny. Yeah. And Child of Lara. <laughs> guys, remember Armageddon happened. Should probably find a way to stop that. Very nice. Uh, Remember the deck that casts Armageddon? Maybe, you know, I'm just saying. Even before them collective restraints get out, right, boys? <laughs> All right. Wait, Craig, is it another impact deck? Of course. Of course. It's Glissa, <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> All right, so we've got a lot of very silly creatures here, like the Abbey Matron, which for a white, yeah, you can tap exactly, it and give yeah, it plus O, plus three until end of turn. So it becomes a 1-6. Which is, but for extra mana, you can just get an 0-6 for two mana. Like, That's what's the wall from Battle for It's just, yeah. Now, Absolver Thrill. I like this guy. When it enters the battlefield or the creature it haunts dies, destroy target enchantment for four mana. Not so bad. Now, Haunt is an ability that I actually like a lot, and I never get to use it enough in Dexas. When a creature dies, exile it, haunting a creature. So it just sort of sits on the card like an equipment or an enchantment. Right, and then, yeah, when that creature dies, it does this, right? Yeah. So it basically could blow up two enchantments, possibly. Not bad. It's okay. It's okay. We'll put it on the maybe list, uh, just because blowing up enchantments is very handy, as we saw in the last game, by the way. It's also a thrall, so we have a, a mini thrall thing going. 
How about this? Abzan Battle Priest with Outlast. Each creature with a plus one plus one counter that has a lifelink. And Great and Limited, not so hot here. Yeah, we don't have a lot of ways to put plus one plus one counters. I don't think we probably will. In yeah. which case, this card just doesn't do anything. Now, Academy Rector okay. is a human cleric, and this card is b -b 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 bonkers. I mean, I guess we should decide. Are we going? Are we worrying about the cost of things? Because it is an expensive card. It's it on the reserve card. list, right? Oh, it is. I did not know that. I is it, it on is. the reserve list? I feel like it is. It's expensive, even if it's not. Yeah. Um, it is a cleric. What chat enchantments out? Let's ask chat. Chat, do are we going to worry about the price tag on cards? Are we going to try to stay sort of reasonable, or are we just going to shoot the moon here? Shoot the moon. We got no budget called already. Go all out. No budget. Lots of no budgets. I don't see anybody yet saying they want to keep it in within budget. Spend it all. <laughs> Spend it all. All right. Well, you know, we're gonna if we're gonna live a dream, we may as well live big. We're, we're gonna live big. So uh, we're gonna be. Chat wants to run a poll to see for their, their bets on who's gonna win over here. Oh yeah. Oh, let's run a poll. Okay, right, that's good. So we'll make a new straw poll. Uh, so we have Phil playing. Well, Phil, where are you playing again? Nemio. Oh, that's Phil's favorite deck. We have Wes playing Child of Alara. We have Craig. Playing Glissa, the infected, the traitor, traitor. Oh, the infected. She is infected. All right. <laughs> and Vinny, what are you playing? Animorphs. Animar morph. Animorph. Animar morph. Oh, right. this is a tough one, actually. Yeah, there are a lot of. Uh... Oh, by the way, whoever you guys whoever, choose to win, who, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can do a giveaway associated with it. All right. So that new poll is decide who's going to win this game. Okay, so back to this list here. Nothing but judge promos. I'm <laughs> 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 Okay, so Academy Rector is 100% going, and knowing that we're going to want to put some enchantments in here, and I'm sure we will, that will uh, that you'll want to fetch with it. Uh, a Chrome is devoted. Cleric creatures have vigilance. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, not worth it. Oh, when Ancestor's Chosen enters the battlefield, you gain one life for each card in your graveyard. Now it's a seven mana creature, so that is a bit... It's a seven mana 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. Now, however, Ancestor's Prophet. Tap five untapped clerics you control, gain ten life. Five? Five? Five. Five. Five? Anytime you have five creatures out, I'm always just like, when's the board wipe coming? Yeah, I just... The, if it was three... No, even then, I don't think... I could do three. Maybe. That's just a lot. I mean, unless we're making tokens, I don't see it. Yeah, actually, the thing is, though, you kind of do want to make tokens with this deck, because Eileen needs... But what are we gonna what are we gonna do? Make zombie tokens? Like what I guess white makes a lot of tokens. They're gonna be yeah, soldiers you, or whatever. I mean Marshall Koo, my favorite board wipe, is certainly a good uh Actually it's really interesting, you're right, clerics. because because Ailey wants to sacrifice something. So you're gonna have to have like fodder to sacrifice yeah. to blow stuff up. Now is there a cleric token generation? By the I way, don't know. a great way to look that up is look up Heliod? token generation. Magic. Everyone's saying Heliod. Heliod actually very good idea of the deck. It does give the vigilance. And also makes tokens. So Heliod mm -hmm. seems like a good good addition. Yeah, I like that. Heliod is definitely a good addition. Squirrel tokens. Heliod. It's going to be tough. It's the, it's, I don't think there are black and white <laughs> squirrels. What is Heliod's full name? God of the Sun. Sun, I think. So, yeah. yeah, God. Elspeth Killer. Is that Heliod killed Elspeth, right? Yeah, he, he, uh, he iced her. All right, let's see here. Anointer of Champions, Apothecary Initiate. Did you add Heliod? Yes, Heliod is in there. Ooh, uh, how about this? Atalia, Samite Master. X tap, choose one. Prevent the next X damage. It'll be able to target a creature this turn. Spend only white mana or X or gain X life. This is actually seems really good. I love activated abilities, so it's naturally going to uh, appeal to me. But 
Italia. But this is the kind of thing you can hold up and you can save one of your creatures if you need to. And if that doesn't end up being something you need to do, then you just gain life on the end step before your turn. Yeah, that's very true. Now, I don't think it'll necessarily save creatures against stuff like exiling or whatever. Right, but right. it is pretty good. But in combat, in you combat, can block yeah. and just you know prevent the damage if so you have to. Let's throw Italia in there. I like that a lot. And it's a cleric legend, a legendary cleric. Very cool. What uh, set is that? That is Invasion? No. Yeah, Invasion. It looks sweet. That's yeah, it's very cool. I bet this card is very sweet as a foil. Can we type in that it's a foil? It's Rebecca Guay. Oh, yeah. Who is one of yeah. the greatest artists in Magic. Well, that's why the art is good. Now, Augur Ilvec. Sacrifice again for life? Nah, nope. Nope. Ariok Champion. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, you may gain one life. This is not bad. Not it also bad. has protection from red, which I think is the best protection to have. Yeah. Just because their board wipes don't even kill it. Um, maybe two white is a lot. It's is it? It's well, a one one. We are a white black deck, so the problem is it should not be a problem. It's a one one though, so it's kind of junk to sacrifice to Ailey. The we, thing is though, if you play this on turn two, does it just get you there? Get right? you where? To, oh, like to, just gain the life. life? Yeah, because it's any creature enters the battlefield. I don't know. It feels low impact. Feels low impact. Chat. What do there's, we think? There's only one way to find oh, out. Can we look at who they predicted to win the? Uh, yeah, let's see the results here. Mimeo Hey, Phil, everyone's rooting for you, buddy. All right. <laughs> it's very close. It's very close. Vinny, you're second place, only two votes behind. Wes, unfortunately, Wes, they didn't like after Armageddon. the dominant performance, you only have 14% of the vote. <laughs> it's, wait, I don't think this is who people want to win. This is who they think's going to win. Yeah, it's definitely who they think's going to win. Yeah. I don't know. I might have a few more votes for the guy who casts Ulamog followed by Armageddon. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So... Uh, if you guys like Ariac Champion, let us know in chat. I kind of like it. Soul Sisters, of, co of course we'll get to the Soul Sisters. And yes, Sarah Ascendant as well. I like it. May as well. I mean, I think, I think it's definitely on the potential list. Because it's not the highest impact creature, especially late game. Okay, I dig. Um, but it could be worth it enough in the early game that's good enough. All right. Auspicious Ancestor. Nope. None of these cards are not so hot. Ooh, look at Target Face Down Creature. <laughs> against Animorph, against it's good. Animorph, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ailey. Should we have Ailey in the deck? We, maybe. Uh, oh, Banisher, Banisher Priest. Priest. It's a very good card, but I actually don't like it that much in, in EDH. Really? Think about how many creatures have entered the battlefield. Yeah, it's true, and then they board wipe and they get their thing they back. They get their and back, and it, it triggers again. It's it's, like, that's the reason I don't like cards like this. Oblivion Stone's a little better because all... A lot of board wipes don't kill enchantments. Right. But all board wipes just kill creatures. And then what happens is they board wipe, but then they actually have a creature because they get their creature back. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Banisher Priest. There are better ways to exile cards in white that, are, that don't punish you if something happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. A lot of uh, Beacon of Destiny, very silly. So there are a lot of clerics, and if we wanted to go for it, we would just put them all in. But unfortunately, a lot of them are pretty low impact. Blessed Cure Orator. It's a cleric that gives extra toughness. It's a 1 4. Yeah, for 4 mana. <laughs> Not yeah, so hot. Yeah. yeah, we're getting into the black ones now. We're getting into black, yeah. Lightspeaker, I like that guy in um, Modern Masters uh, Limited. Limited, very good. Soul Eater hmm. was another good limited card. Uh, pay one life, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Seems a little. It just turns, turns your black into white. Yeah. yeah. Sacrifice a cleric. Target player loses two life, you gain two life. Mm, seems pretty low impact. Cabal Executioner. Turns out that life gain, still not so good. <laughs> this is just, yeah, this is harder than Here I we thought go. it would be. When Celestial Gatekeeper dies, exile it, then return up to two target bird and or cleric permanent cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. 
Oh, this seems good. That seems pretty good. It is, it's a cleric recursion, which is something we always need. Black and white, of course, doesn't have any problem getting stuff out of the graveyard, but this isn't the worst. Not... It's a 2-2 two, two flyer for five. I don't know. What do we think about the Celestial, Celestial Gatekeeper, everybody? The thing is, you yeah. can sack it with Ailey at any time to bring something back to the battlefield. So uh, true. A little bit of yeah, a that's true. So you could, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. So uh, a bird wizard, bird cleric, celestial gatekeeper. We'll put that on a chopping block. It's, uh, I, I think there's some there's stuff there. It's got, it's got combo written all over it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, children of Corliss, sacrifice it. You gain life equal to the life you've lost this turn. That could be an interesting turn one play, and as soon as you start gaining life, people start coming at you. Yeah, it feels like you want this more in a deck that you're going to be doing damage to yourself somehow. So if we're going to put, like, I don't know, some of the black cards that deal damage to yourself, then yeah. maybe I would think about it. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. There. It does feel like we're low on life gain effects in general, but although Ailey does do that on her own. That's so, true. Yeah. Containment Priest. Now, this card made a big splash when it first came up. It is a human cleric, and it has a lot of utility to it. This is interesting. Have people played a lot with Containment Priest? Because in our, in our play group, it's not a huge, huge thing where people cheat things in. It happens, but it's not yeah. like every game. Uh, It'll stop a Kigiji from murdering you, but if someone's just like, I'm going to make five one ones. Do you really care about it? Are you going to... Yeah, and we don't see a lot of, like, show-and-tells or sneak attacks. I mean, it happens sometimes, but not very often. I I'm curious, have people used the Containment Priest much? It wrecks Kalia. That is very true. Containment Priest is good. But, however, it only stops them from one turn. So it is interesting. So Well, it... it, it um, It exiles that card, though. So right. It, like, if they show-and-tell and then do it, it exiles They'll lose it. that card, but then, you know, they could... If I mean, something like Kalia. You yeah. Know, like, the next turn, they'll just swing again. True. Castoli uh, Soulbinder is one of my favorite cards from Conspiracy. Is a human cleric. Why doesn't it put clerics into play? I know, right? Well, it's he's a soulbinder. He's binding souls of, of sorts. Clerical souls. Custody Squire, another one of my favorite cards from. Uh, this is probably one of the most powerful commons of Conspiracy. Yeah, so good in Conspiracy. This card's I, ridiculous. I didn't realize this was a cleric. This, eh, it just feels so expensive for what it does. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Daru Sanctifier. More for three. Turned up for one in the white. Destroy target enchantment. Those are always fun. Now, these are cards, I think, that are very specific to your meta. For instance, if you have a meta that is, you know, everyone's playing doubling seasons and parallel lives, that's kind of what you want to go. You know, you want to pop in the Sanctifier, rock it up. It's just the, um, yeah, it's, it seems okay. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. seem too exciting. It seems great. Whenever a card or creature you control becomes a target of a spell ability, it gets plus O plus 2. That would actually work really well with Ailey. With Ailey. Because that's the target of something. a... Is that the target? How does Ailey read? Ailey reads, uh, sacrifice target another no. creature. Oh, it's not even targeted. Yeah, so it won't work with her. Interestingly enough, Nambo. Ailey gets around Shroud. <laughs> Which is kind of bizarre. Dawning Purist, blah, blah, blah. Um, looking, looking a little tough here on the... Uh... People, has anybody out there built, like, Cleric Tribal? Is there any, like, Cleric Tribal card... Now that this, is a cleric that we're missing, like a big one. I know people are saying like Wall of Reverence and some other things that <clears throat> we're going to get to later. Uncle Carl, by the way, is 100% going into Oh, deck. Uncle we'll, Carl. We'll get there. Yeah, we're just talking about specifically clerics right now. Yeah. Devout Chaplain, Josh. Tap it. Tap two untapped humans. You control. We have a lot of humans. Exile target artifact or enchantment. That seems, that pretty, seems good. pretty good. You have to tap three things. Pop. No, yeah, tap three things total. Total, but you exile. Yeah. I, that's definitely worthy of consideration for sure. It is certainly one of the best, uh, sort of just on its own. Um, Somebody said, Mother of Runes! Oh, is that a cleric? Uh, well, it is now. No, it's a human. Oh, here's a good one. Mirror Entity. Oh, yes. Mirror Entity is one of my that's favorite. That's a cleric. 
That card should be more decks. Um, however, how are we trying to win this game? We're going to destroy all their stuff and then attack them? Or extort them? I mirror Entities. Mirror Entities is a good way if you're going to make tokens sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Mirror Entity is a good like win condition, mm -hmm. and it is a cleric. So, oh, mother! Somebody says mother of runes is a cleric. I mean, sorry, mother of runes. Mother of runes is a cleric. Let's take a quick peek. She's a cleric. She is a human cleric. Perfect. How well, come that didn't come up? That needs to. Yeah, it will. I think at some point. Mother of runes is one hundred percent in now. There are a lot of there are a lot of clerics in the uh, the history of this Edgewalker. One hundred percent in. Oh, eight and a half tails. This card ends up being very good. Yeah, because if for instance, a lot of somebody drops a new Lamog, this can just nullify. Well. The Annihilator. If it's a new Lamog. If it's a no, new Lamog. the mill still works. Okay, Ulamog's a bad example. <laughs> if somebody drops something with Zenega, I don't know. I, this is another one of those cards that's always like my 68th, 69th card, and I think about playing it. It is really cool that you can just give anything protection for three mana, two, uh, two generic and a white, which is pretty good. Uh, and we are generating a lot of mana in this deck, so... Well, we're hoping to. We're hoping we, to. We don't have anything that does that yet. We don't have anything that does it yet, so I'm going to put it in there for now, because I like the card. Okay. Elvish Healer. Oh my gosh. Nice. We need to call BDM. Oh yeah, that's right. It's time okay. for our first call. It's time for our first call. Ah. Let's go ahead and get the... We gotta put headphones on now so we can actually hear him. Yeah, right. Alright, BDM is gonna hopefully get on the line here in a second. Give him a call. Uh, Ethos from Canonist, by the way. This is another sort of hate bear card that is pretty powerful. Hey, um, what card... Because the first question we're gonna ask BDM is we're building Ailey. And what is the first card he thinks we should put in there? What card do you guys think he'll say? Ooh. Uncle Carl, maybe? Karloff is a good one. We'll find out. Let's, uh, let's see. Oh, he says he's online. So let's go ahead and Skype him up. Give me that ring, 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 BDM. Here we go. All right, cool. Uh, somebody says Carl. Do you like Ethers from Canonist? I don't know. I like it if we had a lot of artifacts. BDM! Hello? BDM! Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I'm in the middle of a giant hall of magic players, and I am walking out of it. Oh, that's great. You can uh, hear the... BDM the is at uh, GP uh, DC right now, Team Sealed. Very GP. Exciting. So he is generously donating his time. Are you doing coverage? What's the deal, BDM? So I am here doing non-live video coverage, which means I'm interviewing people. Uh, we're playing Two Truths and a Lie on... Uh, Twitter with three-player teams. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be doing some day two recaps tomorrow. I'm going to do commentary on the finals, but it won't be shown live. Wow, that's really and, exciting. Uh, and just hanging out and watching awesome people play Magic. Very, very cool. Um, we have a question that we, we asked chat to predict what you were going to say to this uh, question. So get ready. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're so we are currently brewing. on stream. We're brewing up an Ailey the Eternal Pilgrim deck. Oh, sweet. And so when you hear that, what's the first card that pops into your head as like must go into that deck? Uh, Wall of Reverence. Wall, Wall of, of Reverence. Reverence. I wonder if anyone said that in stream. If I'm someone looking. said that in stream, they're definitely they're, getting, they're, getting a, they're, they're winning something if they said it. I don't see anybody who predicted that. I don't think anyone did. <laughs> People Wall are saying Revenants. Soul Ring. They clearly don't know you, BDM. No, no, no. Ugh. He's never going to do something that boring, you guys. No, no, Wall no. Wall of Reverence, by the way. Three and a white for a 1-6. Defender flying. At the beginning of your end step, you may gain life equal to the power of target creature you control. Yeah. I would also put Felidar Sovereign in there. Oh, yes. Excellent. Felidar Sovereign like, is an instant win condition in this deck. <laughs> 
Wall of yeah. Reverence definitely put that on there. Yeah. Wall of Reverence is great, too, because with Ailey's sack ability, it also just gains you six life. Exactly. That's ex Yeah, see, we're on the same page here. Excellent. All right. Well, Fellow Dark Sovereign, of course, and Wall of Reverence is in. You actually, uh, it's interesting. I know a lot of people that will flash in Fellow Dark Sovereign. On the end uh, step. On the end step, and then if they can't do anything about the upkeep, they win the game. Oh. I love it. I think it's fine. Like, look, too bad. You guys knew it was coming. They have X amount of life. I mean, newsflash, if somebody's playing Ailey, and they play out of a Dalkin Orrery, and then they, the next turn, they have play their sixth land and just say go, watch out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hope you have an answer. <laughs> uh, B BDM, what format is the uh, Grand Prix this, this weekend? It is three-player team sealed. Oh, man. I Why does DC have to be so far? Because I love team sealed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm super mad at Marshall. Oh, you know, yeah. I know he's, yeah, you could tell him because we were, we, I talked to him about wanting to play. I was like, oh, we should play, man. It's team sealed. And he's like, oh, I'm playing with Kenji and Woody. And I'm like, oh, that's too bad. I would have loved to play with you. And then like Kenji's playing with some other people. And then Marshall's like, hey, do you still want to play? And I'm like, oh, come on, Marshall. I just, you know, I, <laughs> I, I signed on to do coverage now. Oh. So I'm super like, not, I'm like double mad at him, right? Like I'm his plan B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first of all, you're not on the varsity team. And then yeah, second yeah. of all, now neither of you are playing in it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Harsh beats. It's net positive for the command zone, though, because we get both of you on our show. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> so awesome. maybe we were puppet mastering the strings so behind can, that. So I got to tell you guys, something awesome just happened. Oh, yeah? Uh, one, a command zone listener came up to me with a Sidisi a little while ago. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I need you to sign this. I built the Sidisi deck that I heard you talking about on the command zone, and I love it. You know, could you say this guy named Nick? Uh, I didn't get his last name, unfortunately, and I, and I realized I should have because I was coming on here, but Nick, uh, who's a command zone listener, was super stoked and uh, has been playing City C. Well, and that deck is sick, so Nick, good choice, first of all. <laughs> yeah. How many how many playables do you think you're gonna be able to add to it from Shadows over in this rod? Oh man, I, you know, it's it's there's like all sorts of graveyard stuff. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, I don't know what it's going to be, right? It's, I, I guess they said it's not flashback, maybe. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely, like, some incentive to put cards in your yard. So Delirium seems like it's going to be a mechanic that I want to be thinking about, right? For sure, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, but, but, man, I can't wait. Like, you know, it's like, it's graveyard. Black cards look awesome. Uh, you know, blue cards are always awesome, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> so true. And uh, you've been and, playing for a while. Madness is obviously something that's not uh, new to you. Think, uh, I, I used to play Madness all the time back <laughs> when it was originally uh, released. And now, how surprised were you to see or hear that Madness was coming back? Because we know that Morrow on his storm scale, it was pretty high. It was pretty unlikely to come back. Like, that kind of hit me. I was like, really? Madness? Crazy. So I'm not super surprised to see Madness come back, but I'm super surprised to see Madness come back when it overlaps with uh, Jace. Yeah, that's <laughs> nuts, right? Oh my goodness. Jace, as if he needed any more reason to be extremely pricey and ridiculously powerful. <laughs> now we have Madness. Like I'm, a little, I'm a little surprised by that. What percentage of all standard decks are going to have Jace in it, you know, after Shadows of Renishrod is out? It's a limited yeah, amount of time, but... You're not going to be able to tell the difference between a Venn diagram and a dinner plate. <laughs> <laughs> so all of them. Yeah, Got pretty it. much all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, BDM, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here because we've been giving out a lot of prizes today. 
Okay. And we want to give some prizes out in your honor. We're going to give away one of the big prizes. I think we're going to do the Oath of the Gatewatch Fat Pack. So if you're in chat, pay attention. BDM, you are known as the magic historian. Uh -oh. Do you want to ask some sort of history-related question? And then we can have that be the word that people type in chat to win. Sure. Sure. Don't worry, All you right. won't have to actually know the answer. I don't everybody have to know in the, chat. Okay, no, I, you have to know the answer, BDM. Okay. Okay. I have the to know the answer. I can ask because what if I ask a question that I'm just looking to find the answer to? Oh, oh all right, right. Let's do that. Let's yeah, do that. Totally. Let's do no, that. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What Pro Tour Hall of Famer finished in the top eight of the junior division of the very first North American Grand Prix, which was held in Washington, D.C., the same city that we're having the Grand Prix in this weekend. Wow. Holy moly. I'm going to say John Finkel. I'm going to go and, with Brian. And that player is playing in the tournament this weekend. Brian Kibler? Am I supposed to tell you guys the answer? Well, uh, well uh, in chat, let's have everyone enter in. Oh, my gosh, everyone's just typing John Finkel and Kibler. In chat, if you guys want to enter. Somebody said LSV. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, that's no, true. no, no, no. We can tell them they're wrong. They owe us. That person owes us a fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, if wait. If you guys want to enter, guys, guys. Oh my is gosh, it Kibler? BDM, you can answer. Yeah. Okay. It's Eric Froelich. Froelich. Efro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everybody. To type. enter this type, yeah, type in Efro, E-F-R-O in the chat, and we'll enter you into the raffle. All one word? All yeah, one all word. one word. E-F-R-O. And then that'll yeah, enter you in the raffle. You get an extra fat pack if you can spell Froelich correctly. Yeah, Froelich <laughs> is certainly a tough last name to spell. Now, is Efro playing with LSV this weekend? Uh, he is. He's playing with Luis Scott Vargas and Ben Stark. So oh, easily okay. one of the favorite teams to, to win the tournament, along with obviously Owen Turton, Wald Reed Duke, and, uh, Pantheon. and, uh, no, yeah, and William Jensen. That's yeah, Peach a, some pretty heavy hitters there, of course. That is amazing. Uh, they're they're only heavy hitters because we're not there with BDM. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. BDM, you know, if you ever need a third, if you ever want to be the third, you know, me and Josh, we got your back more than that, Marshall Sutcliffe guy. I am in. I'm in. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Well, we're bringing Marshall on after this so we can grill him about why what happened here. <laughs> you ready to run it? All right, let's okay, run it. We're so going to pick a winner. In Efro, and this is for the Oath of the Gatewatch fat pack right there. Pretty exciting. And the winner of this giveaway is... Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Captain Cade. Captain Cade, congratulations. You get a sweet Oath of the Gatewatch fat pack. You might get an expedition out of it. BDM, He's is there... Yeah, I was like, Captain Oh, and a subscriber? Very nice. BDM, do you have any favorite... Uh, Favorite expeditions out of the new set from Oath that you would love to open? Yeah, you know, uh, I absolutely, well, I had wanted to open an eye, but who the hell knows what's going to happen with that? Uh, <laughs> oh, we know what's going to happen with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we don't know. But, yeah, no one knows. Really. True. Good point. Uh, I, yeah, I want to open a wasteland. You know, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't actually play with wasteland or strip mine in, in any of my commander decks, but, you know, I would if I opened a strip mine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love that the, the the expeditions this time around are super sort of commander EDH focused. Oh yeah, for, yeah. A lot of those lands, like even like Forbidden Orchard, is is good in EDH. Where yeah, and it's actually you know purchasable at a certain point because you can't just go around buying Scalding Turn expeditions. But if you uh, want a Core Haven, hey, you know. World yeah, I, I mean, I I have heard rumors that you can open a expedition out of a booster pack, but I have actually have no firsthand evidence of this. You've never opened one. I've never opened one. I've I've opened like you you know what if you want to get back at Marshall, you could tell him that I 
just like tilt cracked a box of Battle for Zendikar. Just to try and I get had, one? Just because I hadn't opened an expedition, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to open an expedition. And I just tilt cracked an entire box. <laughs> I like the term tilt cracked. Tilt cracked is actually my favorite new term. <laughs> I'm just going to open the box. Uh, by the way, that is essentially what I do every time a new set comes out. I go, oh, I'm going to just tilt crack a whole box right now. And I'm get one. <laughs> and of course, I am nowhere near as lucky as, uh, as good old Josh over here. Not me. It's, it's my girlfriend. So, That's yeah. true. I'm surprised by the way. We haven't heard a bell ring behind this BDM. We have a group of four people playing behind this, and every time someone gets eliminated, uh, someone's going to ring the bell. And, and then we go over and find out like how they died and who killed them. Oh, sweet. What, what are the decks? What's, what's being played? Okay, right now it's Glissa the Traitor, Mimeoplasm, Animor Morph deck, and uh, a Child of Alara. I mean, I'm I'm obviously uh, putting all my emotional support behind the Animar the Animorph deck. The yeah. Animorph deck, Vinny. BDM's on your side. Yeah, Animorphs. You can literally dump your whole hand by like turn four. <laughs> BDM, do you have any new commander uh, that you're looking to build around, or that you've started to, or is there a new deck? I mean, we had you on. It was probably close to a year ago now. Um, since that time, that can you tell the listeners like what cool commander you're brewing with or have brewed with? So I've been, uh, I've been tuning Sidisi. I mean, you know, that that I is my has become my like prior, my number one deck and sort of the most fun to play all the time. Uh, but I've actually gone back home to my original deck, and I've been playing a lot of Mumir Vig lately. Oh, Mumir and really Vig. just enjoying it. And and it's funny, uh, I've put a lot more uh, morphs into the deck. Oh, really? And and I've really and I've kind of like shifted it more and more in a morph direction and i'm like i'm about a week away from getting travel um uh, secret plans and um the other the other enchantment into so, the deck just because i once i hit the the, t the tipping point of morphs so yeah because if you're putting secret plans in you must have a ton would you say that it, it would now be called a morph mirror Morph mirror vig. Deck? Morph mirror vig. Morph mirror. I would. I would absolutely, <laughs> full confidence, say that. We're we're getting there. I just I love it. You know, it's it's great. It's uh, if you ever um, you know, you because you get the tutor cards to the top of your deck if you play right, a green creature, right. and then if you have um, oh, oh, I don't, I'm not gonna remember his name. All of a sudden, he's the four four that puts the top card of your deck into play as a manifest. Oh, uh, the tree, well, the tree guy, right? Yeah, the four four guy. Oh no! Whisperwood yeah, Whisper Elemental. Whisperwood. Yeah, Whisperwood. Thank you. And uh, so, so you like, I've more. I've multiple times tutored for like Brian Elemental. Oh. With Momir Vig put it on top <laughs> and then played Whisperwood. Whisperwood Elemental and then just like slid my Brian Elemental into play, morphed, <laughs> and then oh, I morphed and then I went out of the game because I'm just not a nice person. Yeah, no, I love that. That is awesome. Actually, Brian Elemental is a card I think doesn't see enough play just by sheer. It's incredible. The card is ridiculous. Yeah, it's the powerful. stasis one, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you're just being a jerk. Like people just hate, <laughs> like you can you can play insurrection, right? You're like insurrection, kill everybody, and nobody cares, right? No one's like you're a jerk. They're like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Right. But if you play Brian Elemental and lock everyone out and make them just kind of sit around the table doing nothing for five turns while you get to untap and they're just locked, um, yeah, people just think you're a jerk. I know. Instead of killing them in one turn, you take like five or six, and that's just that's too much. That's just too much yeah. of them. Too much to handle. Uh, I uh, love Brian Elements. It's also one of Gavin Verhey's favorite cards of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Gavin, Gavin uh, played that deck because uh, because Mike Flores and I had 
built a what we call the Pickles deck in standard. Mm -hmm. Brian yep. Elemental and Vesuvian Shapeshifter. Yes, and I've had Gavin pull off that combo on me multiple times. Yeah. 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 Pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're only going to have BDM with us for a couple more minutes, everybody. We are going to throw it to chat. If you have any questions for Brian David Marshall, go ahead and throw them up in chat, and we'll try and fire them off his way. Uh, BDM, we're going to—we know we're, we're keeping you from the GP, so oh, we're going to okay. let you get back. I, I enjoy talking. By the way, so so you'd ask though about a new deck. I, I'm oh. I'm working on a Brago deck. Oh, Ooh. sweet! Is that because Conspiracy Two is coming out? No, it's just because Brago is like pretty much one of my favorite cards. Yeah, Brago is pretty. Freaking fantastic. That card is like, severely underrated, actually. Yeah. yeah I think no matter what I do, if I have, doesn't matter what I've drafted, if at any point in a draft, a cube draft, someone passes me a Brago, I am suddenly a Brago deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy to be a Brago deck yeah. too, because you're already getting creatures that are good, you know, with Enter the right. Basket abilities. So, like, hey. Right. Why you not? already want Mole Drifters in Mana Wars, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, can you imagine, like, Bragoing a, uh, a, a Reflector Mage? Oof. Brutal. I mean, there's just so many sweet blue-white cards that you get to do that with. Yeah. And Braga works amazing with uh, Planeswalkers because you reset yep. the counters on them. That's another thing. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah. a bell has been rung. Someone has died. What's going on over there, bros? Uh, so I was going to annihilate Craig's whole board, and in response, he tainted striked my Kozilek and took 13 infect damage. So Craig killed himself? <laughs> yeah. Je no. With Wes, Wes killed me. <laughs> oh wow! So instead of Craig, instead of taking the death just honorably and I over just a few wanted turns, to use tainted strike. Tainted strike. Yeah. Is I was like, please attack somebody else. Him. I just want to. <laughs> That's good. How do you feel about infect in Commander? Do you think the uh, the the total should be raised from ten infect to anything higher? I I think it should be fifteen, but I I mean I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You know, I'm fine with. It, as long as everyone agrees to kill the infect player as soon as <laughs> they sit down at the table. Well, that's evidently what happened. That's exactly what just happened. Uh, BDM, before we let you go, we got to give away one more prize, and I'm going to base it on your answer to this question. This is from uh, Reckless Rock. What's your favorite mechanic? Ooh, good question. Ooh, wow. Uh, flashback. Flashback. Spider spawning. Yeah. Spider spawning. Yeah, it's my favorite card you know, when, of all time. Yeah, when I see spider spawning or somebody refers to it, you're the first person I think of every time. So that yep. must make you feel good. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, it's my it's my absolute favorite card. It's like it's that card the first time you saw it, you thought like, yeah, this isn't so great. You know, like whatever, a couple spiders, and then you play with it once and it changes your life <laughs> in terms of how you play magic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, if you haven't already uh, gotten the hint, type flashback into the chat and we're gonna choose uh, somebody to win some packs. Yeah, it's very exciting. Hey, you know, I really hope that there is a deck that is similar to Spire Spawning, or or just something that really uses cards in the graveyard outside. Yeah, of the I mean, types. we've so, seen yeah. some sweet cards like Shard of Glass, Shard of Broken Glass. Oh yeah, Shard is really cool. So it's like, which by the way, it's just like super cool card, right? In terms of like look and like it feels like someone's just running at you with a shard of glass. <laughs> yeah. uh, you you're you're milling two cards when you attack with it, right? Like mm -hmm. so, there's got to be something. Hopefully, just not just delirium. that, yeah, that cares about your cards in your graveyard. Yeah, I feel like there has to be other ways to take advantage of cards in the graveyard that isn't just only delirium. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess the zombie the zombie card that they previewed comes back from so there's like there's zombie oh, recursion masterpiece yeah 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 and there was like what is it Relent, relentless one relentless or dead. relentless dead, dead yeah 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 that so that card was like you know that card keeps coming back so i guess there's probably stuff you could do already stuff that's that's gonna be kind of cool like that 
Yeah, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to it. I think this set looks the flavor of Innistrad. There's no beating it, honestly. It is fantastic. Not to mention, there's a lot of crazy things happening on the plane with some Mad Angels and all that stuff too. So Commander players, I think, should get really excited because, well, for one, Arch Archangel Avison is an insanely good card. Oh, that's yeah. that's crazy. I, yeah, I, you keep reading it and keep looking for the, like, where is this? Like, Sarah Angel is just, like, getting drunk somewhere, right? <laughs> She's, like, in my like, day. Just like, just, like, kicking empty bottles of Chardonnay out of her way. They used you know, to think Vigilance was cool. She trudges to the store to get another bottle. She's yeah. just depressed. She's like, I made Vigilance. You'd be nothing without me. If you had flying and Vigilance back in the day, you were it. Yeah, you were it. Now they that don't was, even look at you twice. Uh, we need that to pick a winner, was, that Danny. That was the, the, the hallmark of the first, like, great constructed deck. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Right, and it's also one of the few cards I still have from my very first days of playing Magic. I put it in a sleeve and everything because I was just like, this is the best card that's ever been printed. Dragons cannot compete with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to choose a winner for the uh, word flashback here. BDM. Uh, thank you so much for joining the stream all the way from DC, by the way. It looks oh, like my it's... pleasure, guys. Uh, and, and congratulations on 100 episodes. You guys uh, kick butt. Thank thanks, you man. so much, BDM. We appreciate it. And thanks for being a part of our 100th episode. When, it, when, I get my, uh, when I get my Brago deck done, can I come on the 110th episode or something? Oh, absolutely. 100% <laughs> yes. We'll have to do something awesome. for Shadows as well when it comes out to see if we can update your deck and talk about that in that episode. Awesome. All right, great. BDM, thanks so much for joining us. Have fun at GPDC and wish all of our friends good luck in the tournaments. All right, I will. Good luck, guys. Right, Take bye. care. Thanks. And it looks like the winner of the last uh, prize was CDO underscore 999. Yeah, so go ahead and send me a message on uh, Twitch, and then I'll forward you the instructions to go ahead and, and claim your prize. Yeah, sure. just whisper me. All right, so we're going back to building. Uh, we're going to have Marshall coming on in about 20 minutes or so. I can't believe Craig just tainted strike someone else's creature attacking him. It's like committing seppuku. It's like the most honorable way to go out. It's like, it's I'm going to do it on my terms. It's the most Craig thing ever, too. Is like, I just want to cast tainted strike. I don't care why. <laughs> I just want to cast it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Phil, how do you feel about the long live Phyrexia um, proclamation? Uh, I don't think that's very suitable. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, if you don't know, who's one of the co-hosts of the Commanderin uh, podcast, he refuses to play any Phyrexian cards in his deck. No Consecrated Sphinxes. Oh, I can take this off now. Which is insanity to me. I love that card. All right, so let's go back to crafting this deck. BDM gave us some great uh, options here to add in with Felidar Sovereign and, of course, Wall of Resurgence. Uh, wall of Reverence, sorry. Wall of Resurgence wall is actually a pretty sweet wall, but may not fit in this deck. Wall of Reverence, actually, yeah. His, he hit it out of the park with his first card. Like, yeah, absolutely. Of course, BDM is the man. He knows. He is, yeah. BDM knows exactly what's going on. Now, Ethers Sworn Canonist. I like this card. It's another hate bear to human cleric. Each player who is casting non-artifact spell this turn can't cast additional non-artifact spells. My question is, I wish it said cleric spell, non-cleric spell. Like, right. we're not going to have a bunch of artifacts. I don't know. Are we more or less likely to play two spells a turn than the other decks? I think it feels like we're more likely to because of Extort. Yeah, it's true. Extort is nice, unless we're dumping all of our mana into Extort, in which case, Ethers one's there. They have limited ways to deal with it. It's interesting. It's one of those cards I want to put in, but I don't know if it's actually going to fit how the deck plays. Yeah, I, w I think I would skip it. All right. Evang Evang Evangel? Evangel? Evangel of Heliod? Now this Shavam. Makes... How do I say <laughs> E-V-A-N-G-E-L? How about Eve Angel? Eve Angel. Uh, now this guy puts in soldier creature tokens on the battlefield equal devotion to white. I don't think it's going to make it. It does make, uh, you know... 
It could make it makes at least two, right? Right. It, it makes a one three and two one ones. It might make feels a little win more though. Yeah, if you could flicker it or something, maybe. Yeah, certainly. It feels expensive. Now, white does have the flicker colors. Uh, we'll True. see. We'll see if that comes into play. Um, let's go ahead and keep scrolling down here. Oh, false prophet. People are saying, evangel. Evangel. Like event. Like evangelist. Evangelist. I like it. <laughs> evangel. Do you like false prophet when it dies? XL. Evangel. Wait, wait, say again. False prophet. I mean, fun. ooh, and it's a cleric. It's a cleric. And it's a human. Let's see. How would this work? We have Ailey out. We can make it die whenever we want to. Yep. So you sack it. The trigger goes on the stack. And then you, you could also... sack the rest of your things. Well, so yeah, when you sack it, you gain the life. And yeah. then this trigger happens. And then if that puts you over 50, then you can do anything on top of that before To get rid of the away. other thing. I kind of like it. I kind of like I it. I mean, I like board wipes. And in general, one of the philosophies of the show, right, is if you're going, you have these categories you got to hit ramp, card mm -hmm. draw, board wipes single target removal. So a board wipe that also synergizes with the rest of your deck feels good. I, I feels think so. Good. Let's go Let's go for it. All right. A lot, so many cards that you don't want. <laughs> Shivam, you are the default pronouncer. So just, you can't go anywhere for the rest of the stream. There's, it's, it's great, but there's also downside. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Fountain Watch. Artifacts and enchantments that you control have Shroud. Human Cleric, five mana. Artifacts and enchantments you control have Shroud. Now it depends. If we're running stuff like Sanguine Blonde and Ex Blonde Bond and Exquisite Blood in this deck, they are pretty powerful pieces. Fountain Watch by itself seems pretty like whatever when you play it until you play one of the other crazy combo pieces. Well, that's a good question, and we should probably ask Chat like, how do we feel about infinite combos? Do we want to do that? Like normally, I wouldn't put in Exsanguinate and or Sanguine Blonde, Sanguine Bond, Bond and, and Exquisite Blood. Blood sorry, yeah. uh, in the same deck necessarily, but. You can definitely do that. And they're in the colors that can go tutor and find those pieces if we wanted to. What do you guys feel about the infinite combo? Should we skip it? Should we put it in? Let us know in the chat. We'll keep going down the list until then. We should, we should do a, the poll. The straw poll? Yeah. Right, we'll do a quick straw poll here, guys. So don't type it in chat. We'll give you a poll. Oh, my God. So many people typing in chat. By the way, we are the hot, uh, hot 666 oh, man. Somebody call right somebody's friend to come into chat because I don't want to be at 666 viewers. I could just also close my window so that we're down one. But how are people <laughs> going to message you when they win That's prizes? That's a really good point. That's a very, very good point. All right, when, uh, when Marshall comes on, which is in about uh, 18 minutes, um, we'll give away the uh, Battle for Zendikar fat pack. Ooh, so if that you're, is high value if you're thinking, right like, there. should I go, should I stay, I would say stay. You should probably hang out. Yeah. All right. How about Grand Abolisher? During your turn, the opponents can't cast spells or activate abilities of artifacts, creatures, or enchantments. Hate Bearish. That actually seems very good because that doesn't in any way limit us. It's a cleric. It's only net positive. It makes them harder to counter our big plays. Mm -hmm. I like Grand Abolisher a lot here, actually. Yeah, I've always, that's another card that I always want to put in my decks, but just never find a place for it. And I think Grand Abolisher is certainly very good in this deck. And it's a human cleric. All right. Grassland Crusader. Target elf or soldier gets plus two, plus two. Why is... Oh, it's a human cleric soldier. I was like, why is a cleric do not help clerics? It's <laughs> a good point. Hazdur uh, the Abbot. I've never seen this legendary creature before. Where? What says it's even from? Homelands. X tap at the next X damage that will be dealt to turn to target white creature dealt to him instead. Womp womp. Yeah, I'm not, not doing that. Yeah. Healer of the Pride. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, you gain two life. Ooh, another creature, four mana. Now that is a... And it's a cleric. It's it, a cleric. That feels like it's two life, right? Two life is significant. That's a, I mean, it's twice as good as a, one of the Soul Sisters. It does cost four uh, mana total, but you know what? Four is still 
low for us. So low, yeah. The yeah. two life, I think, is certainly very powerful here. Ooh, somebody says, Flip Liliana is a cleric. Oh, Flip Liliana. I do like Liliana. Indeed. We need to look at that for sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're almost on the else here, so we're like we're, we're minutes away. Let's see. Colostria Healer. Unfortunately, we don't have very many allies in this deck, otherwise this could be a better card. Uh, Kemba Ka Regent. Now, Kemba's sweet. It is a cat cleric. But we're not going to have any equipment, really. Yeah, and, and the 2-2 two -two white cat I mean, we'll, are nice. But... We might have, like, Swift Foot Boots and Lightning Greaves and that kind of stuff. But it's not protect. worth it just to have one cleric, yeah. I think. And it's also each of your upkeep, so it's just not going to happen very often. Uh, 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 um, Kitsune Diviner, Kitsune Healer. A lot of Kitsunes, a lot of caddies, like foxes over here. I love foxes. A lot of, like, tap and prevent one damage, just not enough for us. Yeah. Uh, wait, what's this one? You can kick it. To destroy an artifact or enchantment, it's not the worst. Core Sanctifiers, yeah, it's also in the Commander product. Uh, they obviously know that this is a powerful ability. Yeah. Let's see. Liliana, Heretical Healer. Lifelink, 3 mana, 2, 3. Whenever a non-token creature dies, she gets exiled, and then she comes back. She can bring creatures back. You get 2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens when she dies. This card's in 100% in. Yeah, this card's great. Gains life, makes a token, which we can then sacrifice. Also, we can flip her when we want to by sacrificing something with yeah. Ailey. And she can seems... minus X to bring that cards from the from the graveyard. This seems very, very good. Yeah, good Liliana, call, whoever said. Healer, 100% yeah. going into the deck. That was from chat, man. Chat is smart. Chat's doing it. This deck's actually kind of sweet so far. I really like the idea of a controlly deck that just wants to blow up stuff. Yeah, because you can blow up all the problem things everybody else is doing. So, yeah. you know, you can just sort of snipe those key pieces to whatever they're trying to do. Oh, Micaeus. Micaeus seems... the Unhallowed has to be one of the most important things I mean, in this deck. Both Micaeuses seem really good. Yeah. Would you put the white one in, though? Because I've always it's found the cleric. white one to be a little less exciting. I don't know. It seems really good. Yeah, as a group buff effect. It does make the sacrifice ability on Ailey that much better. It does make all your walls slightly more powerful. Well, we're not, we don't have a ton of walls. We just have a lot of clerics, too, right, right now. Right now we have a lot of clerics, There's a decent yeah. chance we might have, like, five or six creatures. I don't know. Micaeus, uh, the Lunark, do we think that's good enough? Obviously, I think the Unhallowed is. Yeah. Although it's non-human, right? Uh, non-human deals damage to you. Uh, now, we do have a lot of cats and thralls and stuff in our deck. So no, no, I mean, still... it only gives uh, undying to the non-human creatures, right? Right, so that's what I'm saying. We have cats, we have Mother of, uh, we have Mirror Entity, and Treasury Thrall, and Wall of Reverence. And a yeah, it's not as many. We have a lot of humans. Not as many. However, the fact that no one's going to humans won't attack you is kind of nice. I don't know, I think the plus one plus one is nice anyway because you're going to get a lot of stuff back from him. I mean, they're both actually, I think, kind of on the fringe. They're both clerics, though, which is nice. Um, yeah. The three blacks, somebody's saying, and this is a really good point, actually. So, um, who said it? I don't know. But somebody said the three black is worth thinking about because it's going to be harder to get to. It is. This is a it's a two-color deck, deck, but so. it's still not going to be super easy. Now, I love this one. Miracle Worker. You can tap it and destroy target or attach to a creature. Mirror Entity would be a human also. That's a good point. Oh, everybody. that's true. Yeah. Uh, Miracle Worker, by the way, can get rid of uh, face feathers. Destroy target aura <laughs> attached to a creature you control. <laughs> Perfect. Face feathers. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Mother of Goons, unfortunately, cannot be put in. Mother of Goons. It doesn't work. Mother as of oh, well, Mother of Runes is definitely in. Yeah. Right? 100%. Oh, yeah. She's already in there. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, Nova Cleric's kind of cool. Yeah, this might be good. Do we even have a lot of enchantments yet? I don't feel like we, we do. Don't. I feel like this deck would want them. It is a human cleric. Uh, at this point, I'm kind of I like it. I don't know if it's 100 percent necessary. It could be a meta call, right? Depending on what you're. Yeah, we're on. gonna. I'm assuming we're gonna have like merciless eviction. We're gonna have like. Are we gonna do like the big 
destroy everything board wipes like planar outburst mm -hmm. and things like that or uh planar cleansing sorry planar cleansing yeah faded retribution we, we have access to big destroy everything mm -hmm. so maybe we don't want that as much yeah now let's see here da, 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 da. i want to make a deck around untapping i think it's a great ability it doesn't get used that often and i think it'd be really exciting that was return target creature card with converted mana cost three or, or less, less from your grave. that might be really good a lot of our creatures are pretty cheap. The Wall of Reverence, I think, is two and one. Wall of Reverence. Well, no, Liliana certainly is. Uh, Edgewalker. Edgewalker. Is three. Let's try it. Let's try it. I, I, I don't know I, how I, we're going to tap Recursion it. seems very strong in. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We have to get it tapped. <laughs> that's a good point. You're just going to swing at someone as a one four and hopefully not tap. The one four is also relevant there. It's got a high toughness for, yeah. uh, for our. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like it might be usable. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. What else is chat saying here? Archangel of Thune, a lot of people are saying. Fate Stitcher, thank you, Archangel Daniel. Archangel of Thune, actually, would be very good. I'm going to throw that in there. That's a great call. That card is getting low priced here now, but it's so powerful in terms of getting a lot of counters on a creature and also yeah. getting a lot of life. Sun Titan. Sun Titan. Oh, That's yeah. a must-have. Sun Titan is just one of those cards, if you're playing white, and you even have, like, four targets for it, it's enough. Um, Especially with our board wipes. Sun Titan is very good at recurring the important things. Preacher. Human Cleric. Ooh, Preacher. I actually... Preacher's pretty good. Yeah. And it's not the type of ability that these colors generally have, which is steal stuff. Right, absolutely. It's a it's a good possible like stop the Jaleva deck. Yeah. Mizix, uh, those types of decks will have slight issues. They'll be able to remove it, obviously, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I like that. Um, let's see here. There's an infect creature in white. Craig. Craig's gone. Craig died, remember? <laughs> Craig died, he, yeah. he got knocked out, yeah. We're only in the R's? Yeah. Rotlung Reanimator. Whenever Rotlung or Cleric dies, put it, that seems really good. Yeah, Rotlung Reanimator. I like this here. Whenever Rotlung or another Cleric dies, you put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. So even through a board wipe, gives you more fuel for Ailey. Also, whenever Ailey sacrifices someone, you get another zombie out as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Veteran Elf 8 called that right before we even oh, said really? it. So good job, Veteran Elf 8. Not so good, the other seven veteran elves. What do you think of Royal Herbalist? It's a white creature, 1-1 one, one human cleric, play two mana, exile the top card of your library, you gain one life. <laughs> uh, no. One life? One life? Oh, you never know. Self-mill, maybe. Yeah. Samite, all the Samites always prevent damage. All right. We have one more page of clerics to look through here, guys. So hopefully we can find something good. Uh, Scholar of Athreos, each opponent loses one life, you gain life equals it's a life. Just three mana, life. right? Extort is three so much better. Four. Yeah, Extort is much better. However, we don't have that many creatures with Extort in there, so. That's true. Shadowborn My the old friend. Shadowborn the Possum. Yeah, unless you're building an entire deck where you're going to put 35 of them in there, then it's yeah. just not worth it yet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sin Collector, that's a fun one. Yeah, it's not sort so of. Good. Yeah, I think it's okay, but maybe not in this deck. Sacrifice a human, destroy target creature. Eh. We already, Ailey already sort of does that. Yeah, yeah. Scourge Dog High Priest is a way to tap creatures. Morbid. Put two, put a 5-5 five, five Black Demon into play. Not as, not as good as I'd like here. It looks like we're kind of getting towards the uh, dregs here. I don't think we're going to find Well, what about, else. like, Soul Warden? Didn't we just pass Soul Warden? I think Soul, Soul Warden, Warden is... Soul's Attendance. Well, Soul's... Yeah, I think those two probably deserve a spot. Yeah. I mean, we want to gain life. They're very good at it. Especially if we're going to find more, like, um, token generation. Yeah, absolutely. Down the line. Yeah. Do you... What do you guys think? Does Soul Warden and Soul's Attendant, are those deserving of two spots in the deck? Or are we not that focused on the life gain because Ailey already does it? 
Like that's sort of a big question with decks like these. And what I find in the first pass of a deck is I often put too much of the core. Uh, right, the idea. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's a life gain deck, and then I put way too much life gain in, or oh, this is a card draw deck, and I put way too much card draw in. Although yeah. that second one, that's not even possible. But <laughs> you know what I mean. All right. Everybody so, says yes. Underworld Coinsmith. Now Everybody this, says yes on the Soul Sister. So let's this play is man. interesting. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. We just don't have enough enchantments for it. I don't even think enough mana either. This is definitely a trap card. Like you, you love this. You're like, oh, you can make people lose life, and you can gain life off it. Ah, uh, but unfortunately, we definitely need. We need to have the deck built around it enchantment-wise for it to really work. All right. Looks like we're getting to the end here. Warpriest of Thune. I'm in Cleric. The Warpriest of Thune's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, it depends on how many ways we have to get rid of uh, mm -hmm. threats, you know, and that's really the important thing here. The Weathered Wayfarer is interesting. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to put in some, like, Cleric Matters stuff mm -hmm. or Tribal, like, Coat of Arms or whatever. Weathered Wayfarer is a very good card. It's, it's sort of land tax. Yeah. Um, I would put it in there. I think the card is very powerful in general. Uh, yeah. Speaking of land tax, let's throw that in there as well. Yeah, because we're going to have a lot of basic lands to search out in a two-color deck. That card, land tax, is very good in decks that aren't playing too many I think, cards. Yeah, did we put Weather Wayfarer in? I yes. think that's too. Yeah. Uh, What's Witch Hunter do again? Just for nostalgic sake. Witch Hunter, remember. you tap it. It's a pinger. To so, just players, though. Yeah. Uh, and for one white white, you can return a creature an opponent controls to its hand. So it's a bounce. White bounces somebody else's stuff? Yeah. I mean, White can flicker, but Witch Hunter, I mean, this card is from what? Time Spiral? I just, I love activated builders on creatures, but it's maybe, yeah. It's also from the dark, so. This, yeah. this art, by the way, Danny, can we bring this up? Yeah. Let's look at how awful this art is over here. It, this is, it this looks is. like the, um, it looks like in Bespin, right before um, Hansel is about to get frozen in carbon. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the white, uh, the yeah. blue, and the orange. Yeah, there. it looks like that, except for, it looks like, you know, Hansel had a really bad day. Jesper's drawn a lot of art. He drew the original Armageddon and Atog and Banshee, actually. Wow, a lot of, and Basalt Monolith. However, a lot of iconic cards. Witch Hunter. Uh, he only had so five lot. minutes to, to do that one. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> we minutes. just invented a card and we got to print, go to print tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. It's an unofficial story. It's not, All right, it's now not that, canon. Now that we've gotten sort of our, uh, our clerics and humans out of the way, let's take a look at the cards that have to go in every single deck. Okay. This so deck, this is going to be a lot of the cards people have been saying. Um, Demonic Tutor. Demonic Tutor, absolutely. Soul Ring. Soul Ring. Gilded Lotus, because we're going to need a lot of colored mana, specifically. Yep. Um, Do we have a, uh, a signet for these colors, white, black? Orzhov, Orzhov signet. signet. What's, uh, what's some of those, the, the Orzhov cards or the uh, colorless and artifact cards that go in every single deck that we need? We probably need some card draw, like uh, Phyrexian Arena. Phyrexian Arena. Hey, Phil, should we put Phyrexian Arena into our deck? Oh, Underworld, Underworld Connections. We'll use both. That oh. costs one more one mana every turn now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have Soul Sister and Soul Warden in there, so our soul is pretty good. Vindicate, of course. Good call there, as well as our oh, Utter End version. Utter End. Mm -hmm. What else we got in here? Uh, Wrath of God, Swords Bla of Plowshares. Black Market. That's a good call. Black Market's a very good call. Yeah. That card works very well because you're killing things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're destroying things as well. I like that. Not to mention you're going to need the mana for... Uh, for extort, and that card. Cabal coffers. Oh, cabal coffers. Urborg. Okay. Um, ooh, mentor of the meek. Yep, we have a lot of small creatures coming into play, especially if we're gonna do some token generation on the side. Sarah Ascendant, of course. Yep. You guys are oh. having some great, great. Uh, um, what's Sarah Avatar? Sarah. So Avatar. I know a lot of people were saying that earlier. Yeah. Path to exile, of course. Swords to plowshares. Is uh, do we saying. put Uncle Carl? Carlo of the Ghost yeah, Council. Carlo of the Ghost Council. 
We got Path and Sword Splashers. We got both. Right. What about, um, what is it, Dust to Dust? Dust to Dust? Return to Dust. Return to Dust. Yeah, Sorry. Return to Dust. Just thinking. So right now we're at 49 part cards, by the way. We're getting close. I mean, we're going to have to make some cuts, obviously, near Absolutely. the end. Absolutely. And that would be nice, too, uh, talking about Necropotence. Necropotence. Oh, we need Necropotence. Okay. Yeah. Um, Not to mention, you can blow it up if senseis, you don't want it anymore. Sensei's Divining Top. Divining. We did it. Divining. Divining. <laughs> uh, we're divining. Uh, what about like ghostly prison and that kind of stuff? Do you feel like this deck needs that kind of thing? I think if you're trying to conserve your life total and people are going to target you as soon as they realize what Ailey can do. They're going to try and knock you below 50 at least. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're at 51, they'll be like, okay, well, I'm just going to hit you below yeah, it. Because Ailey's not that threatening if, if you don't have the, uh, the requisite life total to really start blowing stuff up. Okay, I like that. All right. You know, Mortify, that. that's a good one, Green Crab. Mortify might even be better than one of the swords or paths mm -hmm. because it gets an enchantment also. Uh, yeah. At least, or, or both. Skull Clamp, of course. Bitter Blossom? Ooh, that's an interesting call because having something to sack every turn You are losing Ailey. life from it as well. But, I mean, you don't have a trouble gaining life. That's true. I've always... Bitter Blossom has always been one of those cards that's on the side for me no matter what because it's, it's so cheap, though. not high enough impact. I don't know. It is very cheap. Put it yeah. on there. We can cut it later. Yeah. I like it. Archangel of Tithes. Oh, that's interesting. Crypt Ghast, of course. Crypt Ghast, yeah. Crypt Ghast, yeah. We want any way to double our mana. Uh, okay, Craig. What are your favorite ways to, to get more mana in black? More mana in black. Lean in, lean in, Craig, lean in. What's, what's the uh, enchantment? The every time a creature dies, put a black market. Black market. Black you got market. that in there. Um, There's a couple uh, creatures black, that double oh, as well. Cryptgast, obviously. Uh, the Narcana Revenant. Narcana Revenant. Oh, Narcana Revenant. That's a spending card too, but um, we don't the, have to care oh, about mana budget. Cost, exile a, a land and it produces double. Oh, prismatic uh, lens or whatever. Oh, uh, extra planar lands. Oh, extra, oh, extra planar lands. lands. Oh, what do we do? Snow covered? Oh, Ooh, we could do snow covered lands. It's only half our mana base, but I think that you could do it in two color, but not three color. We'll have a doubling cube, I suppose, as well. Doubling cube, I think, probably. Oh, Cabal Coffers, Crypt of Agadine. Crypt of Agadim is certainly a good Somebody's one. saying Tesa. Which Tesa are we talking about here? The um, Probably the one that can. Uh, the uh, Envoy of... No, no, the uh, Orzov Scion, where you can tap... Sacrifice three white creatures and remove a target creature from the game, or whenever a black creature you control is put into a graveyard, you play one one white spirit creature token flying into play. That Tesla is certainly very good. Um, Envoy of Ghosts, not as well... And not as good, because it's... It just stops people from attacking you. It also costs seven mana, so uh, it's very hard to get her out. The, the Darkness Lion Illusionist Bracers, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, you get ability. double life and double to, and double blow stuff up. Yeah, you get to copy the ability twice. Yeah. That is actually pretty sweet. Um, sorry. Which, yeah, which Tesa? A lot of people were saying Tesa, but I don't, I'm not sure which one. I, I, I'm sure they're referring to the one that kills creatures. The other one's just too expensive and I don't think gets you where you want to go. Kebab coffers, someone said, which I think is hilarious. Kebab coffers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Patriarch's bidding. Let's see what that guy do. Are any of the, let's see, what about Planeswalkers? Oh, Patriarchs being each player chooses a creature type, each player returns all creature cards of a type chosen this way from their graveyard to the battlefield. Bing! Bing! Patriarchs bidding, who said that? That person's smart. Yeah, I like it. Especially because you're, again, like, not everyone, I think playing tribal decks is something that people don't really do as often. So if you're able to really make use of that, go for it. All right, it's time for our call to Marshall Sutcliffe. When we come back, we will talk more about... Um, some of the tribal cards that we now need to put into the deck because I think that we're missing in that category. But we're going to call Marshall first. All right. Marshall, Marshall. You what do you guys are... think is the card that Marshall's going to say 
we should add to Ailey yeah. when we tell them that we're brewing give it. Give us your hot, hot predictions. Uh, until then, we're going to give Marshall Sutcliffe a call, everybody. See if he's online and waiting. Oh, Marshall, hello. How's it going? Good, good to hear you. Thanks for coming on for our 100th episode, man. We yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Congratulations on making it to 100. That's a that's a big milestone. Not a lot of shows make it that far. I know. Uh, well, by the way, what is LR at right now? So we can all just go... <gasps> I don't know, 300-something? <laughs> oh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it takes a long time to get there for sure. Yeah, you guys had a really cool 300th episode too. You guys did it live, uh, and you brought in all the old uh, the hosts, right? Yeah, that was like that was super cool. That was probably one of my favorite episodes. Period, just because you know I got to do it in front of a live audience, which I've never done anything like that before, and uh, got to talk to the listeners face to face and and hear them laugh at, at John's stupid jokes and <laughs> that kind Very of stuff cool. in, in real great. time. It was great. Yeah. So you know what we're doing right now, right? We're brewing around Ailey. Oh, I know. I got oh, ideas. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah? good. Someone that's, said you were going to say Mold Drifter. <laughs> I mean, the correct thing to predict is him saying Mana War. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd like to see in this deck. But um, I'm under the impression that there's some color restrictions that are being imposed here. So <laughs> yeah, there yeah. are. Well, so what do you, what's the first card that comes to mind when we say Ailey? Well, so you know, I heard BDM say Wall of Reverence, and I was like super jealous because I remember that card, but I wouldn't have thought of it. But he's just better at you know brewing and thinking of stuff like that, and that card's awesome. But where my mind went, you know, because I'm such I'm, I'm a slave to flavor, right? Let's just be oh, honest yeah. here. Don't really like value that much. <laughs> no. I'm not into power level or combos. I'm more Never, about yeah. flavor. So I figured we should look up Pilgrims because you guys are looking up clerics. But oh, what about Pilgrims. Right? Pilgrims. So That's I found some sweet ones. Uh, I got some. I got some great ideas here. Uh, number one is Samite Pilgrim, which, by the way, is also a cleric. I was going to say, this is a cleric pilgrim. Oh, look yeah, at her. Which she's, is pretty sweet. She's hanging and, out. Okay. Uh, can, it, and, and though it doesn't technically gain us life, it kind of does. <laughs> I love this card. You can tap it to do stuff. I love it. Not to yeah. mention, it has domain in the two-color deck, which is going to really do work. There you go. <laughs> in. Automatically in. Okay. It's an auto, auto in. Ends. Yeah, add that to the list. Yeah, um, another one, I don't know if we need it, but Pilgrim's Eye, right? Oh. Like, if we want to go dig up some some lands, that could be cool. Being a two-color uh, deck, we have a lot of basic lands in there, so Pilgrim's Eye, always, always relevant. Yeah, I, one that I, I decided to veto, I don't want it, is Pilgrim of the Fires. Pilgrim of the Fires? <laughs> yeah. We, is that because it's red? <laughs> I've never even heard of this card. Oh, it's a first strike trample, seven mana artifact creature, Golem. <laughs> An unlimited all Preemptive strike against Pilgrim of the Fires here by Marshall. Yeah, I, I vetoed it right <laughs> off the bat, so we, we, can, we, can, we can avoid that. One that's cool, but I wanted to know, um, I don't, you guys know the format so much better, Heliod's Pilgrim. Oh, now actually, Spot I really... Spotify's also a cleric, I don't know if that matters. I do but, like Heliod's Pilgrim a lot. Yes, yeah, she searches up auras. Is there a specific aura that we would want to get? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you guys. Is there just mm -hmm. like either a go-to aura or like some broken aura that, that you would want here? That's interesting. I mean, I think we should throw it to chat. I don't play a ton of auras in general. I, I would think like indestructible is Faith's one you fetters, might think clearly. about. Faith's, well, I mean, you could do... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you could do a removal spell. You could do a removal spell like uh, does Oblivion Ring get it? No, Oblivion. No. I actually checked that Oblivion. Eldrazi ring. conscription. <laughs> we're going, go it's not really what we're flavor, doing, right? but yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's really the, the idea. But I like Faith's fetters. Actually, that's a great one, right? And that does do that, right? Let's... Pariah also is an interesting one. Because Faith's fetters gains life and also deals with problematic permanence, and then you can just sack Pilgrim to Ailey. Josh. And by the way, 
Yes, this it may, is Ailey. It is Ailey, yeah. Uh, you, you can sack to Ailey and, and, and get a whole two life. Josh, are we going to put base better? I in think the deck we right almost now? have to now. It, it has the life gain. Yeah, it's this is one of the decks that I think it's okay, and I don't think it's amazing. But if only wait a minute, so we're going to put Heliod's Pilgrim in so that we can put Face Fetter in. That's that's a that's a combo. That's what they call it's a, a combo. combo. What do you what what combo are we off? We're Josh? going <laughs> off. We are going off. I don't understand. Now <laughs> these, there's also a couple of others. Um, there's one called Pilgrim of Virtue and Pilgrim of Justice, and my assumption is that they're not good enough to make the cut, but. I don't know, maybe you guys... Get, so basically, they're, they're two and a white for a one-three. They're both the same. <laughs> one of them has protection from red, and the other one has protection from black. And again, they're the same. They're like, you know, brothers or sisters or whatever. And you can pay white and sack it to have the next time a black source, or in the other case, a red source of your choice would deal damage, you prevent the damage. Does, does that ever come up? That, like, with, you like, know? One, I mean, one I, hit actually matters? <laughs> I mean, it does, but I feel like Circle of Protection is better in almost every case. <laughs> but you can't sack that to, to that's, Ailey. That's a good right. point. It's a good point. And it's also not a pilgrim. So. Not yeah, it's not a pilgrim not and a, a cleric, by the way. You know, I would say, <laughs> if I was making boxes. one prediction for Marshall coming onto the show and what he would do, it would not be turning it into Iron Root Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to stay true to the roots of, of EDH here. I and, love it, man. You're unpredictable. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going full Pilgrim Cleric tribal on you guys. <laughs> Not to mention the artist that drew the Pilgrim of Virtue. His name has got to be the coolest name ever. Masa wow. Milano Frizzato. Yeah, that is awesome. That is pretty awesome. And the art you know, is fantastic. Who knows what he's really... Masa Milano Frizzato, Mr. Roboto? <laughs> <laughs> He's drawn some good cards in the past, including... Man, the Pilgrim of Justice artist is named Aurizio Daniele, too, which is a great <laughs> name as well. That's actually awesome. Maybe they are related. The art is very similar. They're like, listen, like. these two cards, they're going to be brothers, and we need two brothers to draw the cards. I guess, <laughs> I guess they would have the <laughs> same last name. And yeah, two, yeah. two Italian guys. <laughs> that is pretty fantastic. So, Marshall, we asked BDM this... Uh, Last time we had you on again, it was I think you were on like our ninth episode or something very yeah, early yeah, on, and we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. your Animar deck, and you only had one Commander deck. Did did BDM ever convince you to build a second one? Do you have two now? Come on. No, I've still only got the the one Animar deck. Um, you know, the truth of it is that I don't get to play Commander that often, and so when I you know if I played more often, then I would probably feel like oh I, I want to be able to mix it up and and throw a different deck at people, but. Let's be honest. That Animar deck is everything I want to do in Magic, right? Yeah, that's it's just pretty that, good that's where I want to be anyway. And so when I get to to play that, you know, just once, you know, once every month or two or whatever, that's what I want to do anyway. If I had another deck, it would just be sitting there collecting dust because <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, but Moldrifter's in that one and Mana Wars in that one, and I want to play that one, you know. So you know, he 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 bugs me about it occasionally. He'll he'll pester me a little here and there about getting something else going. And and I'll be honest, I mean, there, there have been a few you know, commanders that I thought, oh, that's kind of cool, but I, I just can't betray my, my old buddy Animar. I can't do it. You're a yeah. monogamous EDH player. I respect. <laughs> yes. yeah. respect. I think the truest thing to do is to make this deck and give it to you with all of the Pilgrim of Virtues and stuff. <laughs> and just a very I don't know. Sounds brew. expensive. The full budget version. The full budget. <laughs> I, like I wonder it. what the most expensive Pilgrim in all of Magic is. Who it's got to be Haley, right? Yeah, it's got to be Haley. So, so like $3 or maybe something? Like, maybe yeah. one of the Soul Sisters because they're used They're not pilgrims, dude. They're, they're not, not pilgrims. Oh, you're right. Yeah, come on. Could just... be Ashling. Ashling? Yeah. Oh, Ashling. 
Ashling, Ashling is like also legendary. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> we'll do a we'll do a five color brew and start throwing in. Yeah, I'll look it up. All right, median price Ailey dollar eighty four. Median price Ashling oh dollar sixty three goes to Ailey. Ailey, we're killing it right now. <laughs> What's that like a foil? Pudding? High roller. Yeah, high rolling. The highest of rollers. Yeah. Um, Marshall, we need to give away a prize. In fact, we're going to give away one of our large prizes: the Battle for Zendikar. Backpacks. So we need you to think of a word that everyone's going to type in chat. It's I, I'm thinking of a word. Let's. See, it's most associated with you. Let's see if you say that word. I think you're thinking of the same word I'm thinking of. Okay, go for it. Value. Yes, yes value. value. <laughs> so everyone type in value to chat to enter the uh, contest to potentially win a battle for Zendikar fat pack. Holy and what's more value holy. than that? So Marshall, uh, you know a lot of people have been cracking packs on. Just, just more than ever. Oh yeah, this last I forgot about this. Oh, just for don't, fun. I know. I don't need to hear about. That. I know. <laughs> so I, you know, but... we were told to relay a, a story to you, which okay. really, yeah. So there was the, the skeptical, skeptical me now. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's a mutual friend of ours. Um, I won't say his name, but you know, it might it might uh, rhyme with Ryan favorite <laughs> Harshal. <laughs> <laughs> and he just wanted to, you know, us to let you know that he tilt cracked a box of uh, oath. Was it oath? Yeah. No, there is no way he did that while muttering your name the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> do not. Okay, I have. There's two things. A, I would have felt the disturbance in the value force, and I no such disturbance, especially of a betrayal of that level. And B, no way he did that. He's no. lying to you. I refuse no. to believe it, and I will take this belief to my grave. And I'm not going to ask him about it either. <laughs> He said that the fact that he hasn't pulled an expedition was weighing on him so heavily. Oh, that, that he is just true. Had he has to do it. I feel bad for him. Yeah. I tough. mean, we can't all be, you know, Josh Lee Kwai with the girlfriend with the magic hands that just opens up expeditions every hands. other pack. <laughs> but, uh, but he hasn't gotten any, which is pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah so brutal. he did tilt crack a, uh, an entire box. He wanted us to let you know that. Yeah, well, I, hope I think I think he was uh, afraid to say it directly, so he wanted to go through an intermediary. Yeah, yeah, it's and, like an intervention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and he did not get one. So. I know, right? Oh, good. Justice was served. Oh, good. What kind of a friend is that? Pure justice. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, good. Serves you right. Marshall, he knows. <laughs> have you cracked any expeditions yourself? Yeah, I have. I, I cracked two uh, expeditions. I saw uh, I Steam Vents. On, on Moto, but I've also cracked two in real life. They were both Steam Vents. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy part is one of them I cracked on the podcast as a Crack-A-Pack. No way. If, oh, we, we give every rare that we crack on the Crack-A-Packs away to our patrons. Except so for I gave it away. <laughs> no, he gave it away. No, I know. True word. Say that Respect. You, you're still holding it in your house somewhere. Yeah, well, I have the other one. I, I have the, uh, the... It's funny because there just happened to both be steam vents and, and I have How two of them. How convenient. Mario. Yeah, I was actually kind of happy when I when I opened... Like, I was like, this is cool. Like, yeah. you know, get a chance to give one of those away. It's like, uh, I, you know, whatever. I have enough friggin' magic cards. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine at giving it, giving it away way to a listener i, I was yeah, pretty happy about absolutely. that, that um, that's like the ultimate patreon prize right there yeah that was great okay two things uh get rog has won the battle for zendikar fat pack and if you so choose you may tilt crack that and try and get an expedition <laughs> um and then we have a question and I, i'll let you feel this one marshall somebody's asking what does tilt crack mean tilt crack, what does tilt crack mean? <laughs> i'll let you explain it 
Well, basically, BDM was frustrated. T tilt is just a poker term for when you're really frustrated, steaming, angry, mad. Usually it happens when you're gaming, you know, when you're yeah. like actually in a game of magic and you just needed that third land and then you had to mulligan the next one and the, the person with the crappy deck beat you and you're just like, that, that's tilting and cracking packs. Well, we all know what that means. So, yeah, you can put the two together and figure out what, what BDM did. Except for, you know, BDM apparently wasn't mad about the game. He was mad about not finding any expeditions, but yeah. still, I, I accept no excuse for cracking a whole box without drafting it with me specifically. <laughs> you know, I What about was, cracking 18 whole boxes? I was so desperate, Marshall, <laughs> to, uh, to crack a, an expedition that me and a friend decided to set up a mock draft so that we wouldn't just crack them needlessly. And we two person did an eight person draft around the oh, table. Baby, this is why I love you, man. See, that's <laughs> all I ask. You got something out of it. It's just like just cracking it and just like, okay, whatever. What rare did I get? Like, all you gotta do is do just the slightest bit. There's so much value just sitting in those packs. You can do, you know, you can do a heads up uh, you know, Sealed. pack. Saying, yeah. yeah, you can do heads up seal that gets you through a box really quickly and gets you, you know, even for me, it's like, even if you just build the seals, right? <laughs> like if you don't feel like playing it out, Hey, whatever, you know, everybody's time is, is different in the way they can spend it, but like learn something from it. Right. Like I like, I love what you did there, Jimmy. And, and you know, that's why like, I don't feel bad when we do crack a packs on the show because it's like, you know, we're, we're discussing and learning about it. Like at least just do that. My yeah, God, like at, the at least, very that. least that's all I ask. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> just laying down the harsh beats over here yeah Josh. i have Sorry, no buddy. excuse i have no yeah, excuse he knows <laughs> uh marshall we really want to appreciate or want to say thank you for uh, taking the time to come on our 100th episode uh it's been great having you on twice now we're gonna have to convince you to build another deck so we can have you on a third time here yeah soon. love it Absolutely. yeah you're welcome guys uh no problem at all i was really happy to come on and congratulations again for hitting a hundred episodes that's awesome Thanks, yeah, and if you guys in the chat have not checked out Limited Resources, what are you doing? It is the granddaddy of, of them podcasts. It's we've why had, we exist. Yeah, we've had so many people, especially recently, I think we must have been talking about draft like during our episodes more mm -hmm. or something because a lot of emails, a lot of comments just asking about draft, like what they should do. This is a good question, Marshall, before you go. If somebody hasn't tried draft before and they want to sort of do it for the first time. What do you think is like a good way for them to dip their toe in the water and give it a shot? Because we've definitely had a lot of questions about that recently. Yeah. And with Conspiracy 2 coming up, I think a lot of EDH players are going to want to have some familiarity with draft as a format. So what do you suggest? Yeah, so that is the hard part about draft because there's a lot of moving parts to a booster draft. There's opening up the packs and selecting your cards, the actual draft portion. And then there's building your deck, which is something that you're doing on the fly. And if you're used to building a commander deck or you know any constructed deck, you have as much time as you want to sit there and pour over every last card slot. But in limited, you know, you're you're under the clock. You need to make sure that you build it in a reasonable time frame. And it's not super rushed, but you know, you don't get forever. And then of course there's playing the games, which the games play out differently than you're used to as well. Well, because, you know, if you're playing against somebody in commander and they have a certain commander, you're going to make assumptions about a lot of the cards that they may or may not have. Now, there's going to be a lot of cards that you don't know if they have, but there's going to be a lot that you think, well, if you're playing this commander, you probably have this, 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 this. And in limited, that's not the case. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, a, it's a lot more varied. And, and that can be really overwhelming and daunting for a player, you know, when they're first starting out. So what I suggest is doing a little bit of research ahead of time. And that way, you know, like we try to, to give this information on the podcast, but you can find it in written form as well, is you can get a little more comfortable 
with the idea of how a booster draft works before diving into it, right? And and that way you're not just feeling like you're being sort of pushed through this thing as you go and you're like, I didn't even know what was happening next. You yeah. know, we're going to sit down, we're going to open up a pack, I'm going to take one of the cards from it, I'm going to pass that whole pack, you know, to the left, and then you kind of go, oh, okay. And then when you sit down, you're just filling in blanks and connecting dots rather than having to be, you know, this whole new experience. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot. You know, you can read one article, listen to a podcast or two, and you're going to get a lot of that initial anxiety out. And then what I recommend is actually trying to find a local store that does booster drafts. I know that one of the stores near me does it, and, and I'll go over there and draft sometimes. And that way, when you sit down, don't be shy. Just say, hey, guys, this is my first booster draft. You know, I'm super excited to try it. I've read about how it works, but I've never actually done it. So just if, if somebody could be patient with me or, or, or lead me through it a little bit. Yeah. I, I have seen that happen in my local shop countless times. And there's always somebody there that's nice and it isn't going to be mean to you or or go, oh, God, it's your first draft. Why? What are you <laughs> doing here? You know, they're going to be like, great, no problem. This is how it works. And you just ask questions as you go. And I got to tell you, it's not as bad as you think. You know, yeah. it's really not. You you get those first few picks down and you're like, okay, I'm in these two colors and then all of a sudden the the you start getting a bit of a rhythm for it and then you know again ask a few questions when you when you do your build uh oh somebody died someone died <laughs> marshall's awesome advice uh please listen to that draft is such a great great format listen yeah. to limited resources let's go find out how it died but marshall thanks again we really appreciate it yeah, you're man. welcome guys see you next time all see right you, all right who's dead who died? Uh, so two people did. It was everyone? a ding ding. Everyone would ring it twice. That's why he rang it twice. Oh ding, man, ding. he did ding ding. So Vinny, what happens? Animorphs right. went up. So Phil, Phil cast Cyclonic Rift. Wesley in response. Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> so so he, he had Sarkon put me at ten. Right. And he had Sorin. a bunch of morphs yeah. on, or yeah, Sorin. And then he had a bunch of morphs on the board and was going to kill me after the Cyclonic Rift. Mm -hmm. So I had to tap out to Cyclonic Rift in response. So everyone picked up everything. Yeah. It got to Vinny's turn. And then I played Animar, Impact Tremors, Bowstone Curio. Oh boy. A bunch of two mana morphs and creatures. And that's it. Jeez. Animar takes another one. Woo. Nice work. So, Animar, uh, by the way, Marshall, 100% correctly predicted the winner here. Holy cow! <laughs> the Animar deck won while we were on with Marshall. Truly, fate has has Wait, smiled upon us. Chat picked, uh, I believe chat picked Animar, Mimeo, actually. Mimeo, yeah. No, chat picked Mimeoplasm. Animar was close in second, only by two votes, though. So, very close, chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, now that two people have died, that means we have double prizes to give away. Two prizes, two prizes. Okay, so the first prize, let's do the, let's do Animar. So, the word is Animar. Type in Animar into the chat, and we will choose... It's A-N-I-M-A-R. Yes, Animar. And uh, we'll choose the winner from there. Uh, in, also, in 10 minutes, we're going to be bringing on Jason Alt to this show from Brainstorm Brewery, which is very exciting. Well, since Jason's coming on and he's the finance guy, we should probably give away our most expensive prize, which is the From the Vault Annihilation. That's right. So when Jason comes on in about 10 minutes, uh, don't go anywhere because we're going to be giving away the biggest prize. Some good stuff. Yep. All right. So our deck currently has 61 cards in it. Actually, it may have more than that. We just added some more. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to get rid of some. We of gotta these. take, yeah. Well, we have to. I think we have to keep one pilgrim in honor of Marshall, even though one like pilgrim. <laughs> I vote for pilgrim. I did not die. think Marshall was gonna come on and go all Vorthos on us. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I did not see it coming either. 
Um, probably because it wasn't in his spirit colors. These are the exact colors that Animar is not, by the way. White yeah, and black. true. So that makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, white and black don't bounce any creatures. So yeah. I don't, you know. I'm interested to see what Jason's going to bring to the show. Uh, all right. So uh, let's declare a winner for our first giveaway with Animar. Danny, if you would so kindly. S.A. Icon Jr. Sai Icon Jr. Send me a message, and let's do our second giveaway right away. Our second giveaway word shall be... Cyclonic. Cyclonic. So, guys, type in Cyclonic into chat to enter our second giveaway. Very exciting. All right, so let's keep looking at cards here. Now, Now we're adding these staples, right? So uh, We were adding the staples, and I don't know if we got them all. I also think that we're a little light on tribal theme stuff like coat of arms stuff that right. takes advantage of the fact that we have a lot of clerics um what other cards come to mind everybody when we're thinking about like just good with tribal yeah. synergy type stuff the thing is i don't know if coat of arms really works though because do you really want to be yeah, swinging it, in with this deck it might not be i'm just extort seems like our number one way to victory like cards that just say if you have for each creature of this type you do something you know what right. are some cards that that do that um but first let's declare our winner for a cyclonic, uh, so Danny, if you may, if you if you can, ask card. Congratulations! Send me a message on a whisper on Twitch, and I will send you the instructions to get your prize. So again, now we're talking about cards uh, that work. Casual yeah. noob one two three one two three says Cavern of Souls. That's a good Cavern one. Cavern of Souls might be a little spendy, but we don't care about that. <laughs> we don't care about spendy right now. Cavern of Souls. We do need some sweet lands. Uh, adaptive automaton. What does that card do? I, adaptive automaton. I don't know. Ale Shivam says. Adaptive automaton. Yeah, that's from Shivam. So uh, as it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type, and uh, it's gets other creatures of the creature type get plus one plus one. Oh, so it's kind of. It's I don't a, know, though. I might rather just play Coat of Arms if my goal is to make my things as big as possible. True. Um, it's interesting. A lot of people are saying uh, now, Door of, of Destinies. Actually, you know Door what? of Destinies. Door of Destinies is sweet. I, yeah. I, I'm going back on Coat of Arms because Ailey needs stuff to sack. And she needs stuff to be bigger. And Coat of Arms makes them huge. True. Right? Yeah. So, so in that case... Uh, so Door of Destinies here is uh, a four-drop artifact. When it comes to play, you choose a cleric. Creature type, yeah. Yep. And then uh, whenever you play a spell of that type, you put a charge counter on Door of Destinies, and then creatures you control of that type get plus one, plus one for each charge counter. So that can make them huge, too. In yeah. fact, it can possibly make them bigger than Coat of Arms if a bunch of creatures die and then you play right. Ailey again. So let's do Coat of Arms and Door of Destinies onto the deck. So we're sort of building up, and as you guys know, you can't just build a perfect 99-card deck when you're building. You, you get to, like, you know, 120, 130, and you have to cut down from there, which is going to be uh, sort of the latter half of our show, which we're actually we're getting close to. Yeah, now. we are. Um, Test of Endurance, someone's saying? Test of Endurance. Let's check that guy out. Looking at some more here. By the way, if you guys don't have uh, a Twitch chat that has tons of people in there to help you find out cards, one of the best ways to sort of figure out <laughs> Test of Endurance, this is perfect, it's two white-white at the beginning of your upkeep. If you have 50 more life, you win the game. Oh, so it's Felidar Enchantment Sovereign. And Felidar Enchantment Sovereign. This is 100% going in. Um, but like I was saying, if you guys don't have you know people to to ask about, oh, what cards work or whatever, Google is one of your best friends. Looking yeah. up deck lists for Ailey, going to EDH Rec. EDH Rec is very good. Even, uh, just, even just looking up best cards for Ailey, you'll see tons of forum posts about people that have asked the same question. And it's a great way to source sort of ideas from a lot of different people. What's Conda's banner? Conda with a K. 
on this banner is a artifact. It oh, is, I've seen this. Before. Oh, yeah. It's a, it, it equips to only a legendary creature, and uh, creatures that share a color with it get plus one, plus one. Creatures that share a creature type with it get plus one, plus one. So you get well. plus two, plus two. I think it's probably a Eli little too expensive. Eli knows what's up here. My dwarf deck. Yeah. yeah. In his barbarian deck, Eli. <laughs> yeah, barbarian yeah. decks. Uh, what was I thinking of? Um, oh, what about like Grave Pact and Dictative Erebos? Because we are sacrificing our own stuff. I 100% agree. Grave Pact, Dictative Erebos, both cards that are extremely good because you're killing stuff and you're blowing stuff up. You're, yeah, you're sacking your own stuff and yeah. then, yeah. Not to mention if we're going to go controlly, that's totally the sort of the, where you want to go with it. Well, and you can sack your stuff at instant speed, so it's so good against the Narset decks and the Jaleva decks and those one creature Voltron Rafik yeah. type decks, yeah. By the way, people voted yay on Infinite, so we can totally, they we did? Can totally get there, yeah. Oh, wow. Now, here we go. How about Suture Priest? Uh, it is, whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may gain one life. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, you may have that player lose a life. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Grey Merchant of Asphodel seems like something we definitely want. Oh, Grey Merchant's so, so good, especially if you can recur it in some way. Yeah. Because it, it can do, like, you know... A billion damage. Yeah, it can kill people, so, yeah, it yeah, seems very sure good. it can kill people. Is it a cleric? Uh, it is not. It is a zombie. <laughs> um, uh, how about this? Well of Lost Dreams, whenever you gain life, you may pay X, where X is less than or equal to cards. the amount of life, and you do draw X cards. Oh, that seems very good. Yeah, card draw, very hard to get in white and black. Well, black does it very black well. Black does it, but, yeah. it, but kind of nombos what we're trying to do, which is gain life. Yeah, that's true. Black's card draw is usually contingent upon you losing life. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see here. A3OS, everyone is saying. I, I kind of like A3OS. I mean, for three mana, it, it recurs all of your creatures. Sort of does. Degree. They can choose not to, though. True. That's what I don't like about it is three damage is not that much. And for, so the, for the important creatures, they'll be like, no, I'll pay three life. Mm -hmm. Although you do get to choose which opponent makes that choice. And you can choose one that's friendly to you or one that is low on life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's iffy. What do we think about Atheris? Maybe we should do the Struffle um, for Atheris because I, that's a card I would be really on the fence about. I'm not sure if I would put it in or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling... I'm feeling not. Atheris, it is the God of Passage. But at the same time, do we have that much trouble really reanimating stuff? We don't have a ton of reanimation right now. We have some, but... We're having so, an alien. Oh, I forgot to put an alien, unfortunately. <laughs> so go ahead and vote on Athreos there. Um, now, another card that I think is really good in this deck is uh, Viscopa Guildmage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Viscopa Guildmage is a cheap creature. It's white and black, so you, there are times we can play for free. Uh, one white black creature gains lifelike until its end of turn, and for the same, you can also, whenever you gain life this turn, each opponent loses that much life. Yeah, that could be really big with Ailey, because if you yeah. could get like a big creature, you could all of a sudden like make everybody lose like 10 life. Yeah, and that, you know, I really like the fact that we're killing people with non Not attacking. Yeah. We might think about Door of Destinies and Coat of Arms just coming out, and just our plan being we don't combat damage you out. We don't combat damage you, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to sort of make a, a choice focus-wise, because the deck will be all over the place and we're trying to do both. Yeah, I'm actually so. I'm on the side of doing that. Of doing the non-combat damage. I like non-combat damage in general. We've seen, like, if somebody gets collective restraint. Most decks are built to beat combat damage. They mm -hmm. have a lot of cards in their deck that stop you from attacking them or, you know, destroy all creatures and blah, blah, blah. So I think, in general, if you can build a deck that wins in a way that's not combat damage, it's better. Yeah, in general, I think that always works out. Now, that doesn't mean that combat damage is not a good way to win. It's a great way to win. No, and, and tons of decks do it. Yeah, I just think that, like, I don't know, to me, it's more interesting and maybe a little bit better if you can. Yeah. 
Okay, there's a couple categories we definitely haven't tackled, and it's ramp and card draw. Ramp and card draw. We have so, Mentor of the Meek, and we have um, Gilded Lotus. Gilded Lotus. We have Cabal Coffers, and we have um, a few other uh, Crypt Gas. Crypt Gas. Like Wall of Lost Dreams. Uh, all very good cards to draw cards in our deck. We have Necropotence. We have a few. Mm -hmm. um, are there any like specific? I guess the Pontiff or the uh, what was the one we just added that drew that drew you cards? Um, oh yeah, I just talked about it. The uh, it's the the artifact Well of Lost Dreams. Yeah, so stuff like that. Are there any cards we're missing that are mana ramp or card draw that specifically synergize with uh, with Ailey? That's that's sort of a big question. I yeah. Think. Oh, Lake of the Dead. That's an excellent land for this deck. Uh, you can uh, sacrifice a swamp to add black, 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 black to your mana pool. Oh, that's good. So it's just kind of, it, you have to sacrifice a swamp when it comes in as well, but the fact that you can, it can get you to four black at any time is pretty powerful because it is tough to sort of get to that amount. I like it. I like it. So, like, and you might be able in these positions where if you just extort three times or something, you'll mm -hmm. win, and so just that little burst of mana can do it. Now, because Ailey's activated ability only costs one, what do you think about mass land destruction? Or one white black to do a, to do a thing? I mean, it's, it's a cheap thing to do. And if you're, it just doesn't feel like we're set up to take advantage of of it in the way that like it's true an Ulamog or something that's like big, indestructible. Good luck catching up to that with no mana. The thing is, though, if you're blowing off enough non-land permanents on the battlefield, it's tough though, you know, because it, it does cost three mana to do ability, and I feel like as soon as you as soon as you do it once, you are public enemy number one. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough to sort of navigate those. Uh, it's sort of dicey, dicey waters. Uh, what about debt to the deathless? Each opponent loses two times X life, and you gain life equal to the life lost this way, and it costs black, X. black, white, white, and X. <laughs> this is... It depends on how much rampant stuff we can get in the deck. If we're doubling cubing, mm -hmm. crypt gasting, and, you know, Nirkana Revenant, and that kind of stuff... Seems like another win condition. It could just go boom, have. and you win. It's possible. Yeah. All right, let's see what some people are Grim saying. Grim Haru Specs. Uh, that seems really card, good. Yeah. Grim Haru Specs. Especially because they're blowing stuff up all the, the time The Mike here. Evans 035. Good, good suggestion, Grim Haru, Haru Specs. Oh, how about Erebos? Shivam, how do I say Grim Haru Specs? Haru Specs. Haru Specs. Haru how about, can... How about Erebos, God of the Dead? That seems really good. I like that card in general. Stops everybody else. Yeah. Okay, well, that's an interesting thing. One thing I like to think about with decks is, okay, here's my deck. Here's what I'm trying to do. What cards am I really worried about that really mess me up? Erebos is a card we should be scared of. Mm -hmm. So we need some ways in the deck. And we have Vindicate. Oh, Vindicate doesn't do it. We have Utter End. Yeah. Is Utter End the only way we would have right now to get rid of um, Erebos if somebody plays it? Because Erebos kind of shuts off the deck, right? Yeah, you Utter can't End is sort anymore. of our only exile, unless it becomes a creature, in which case you're able to path or swords in. Right. Um, that's things I like to think about. It's like, what are the types of effects that I'm scared of? Counterspells? Taste well also helps us out with the uh, the one that oh, exiles. You can, yeah, it yeah. just exiles a guy. Um, yeah, I would like to put in like Grand Abolisher is a good one. Is there something else we can put in? One or two things that that sort of help us get around a, he a counterspell heavy deck. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, Boseju uh, is not great. We don't have a lot of instants and sorceries. What about Rock's Faithmender? If you would gain life, you gain twice that much instead. Seems pretty good. Seems pretty good. Actually, it may already be in the deck. So we're currently at, a, a, I think, like close to 80 cards. When, so it's almost time to trim. Well, when you... Usually I get close to like 200 cards before I trim. Right. I'm not saying that we'll do that here. Oh, but, by the way, Jason oh, Walt's about to come on the oh, show. Oh, we got we to gotta call Jason. Let's give Jason okay, a we'll call. Continue. And then see what he thinks about our uh, choices so far. It's cool Marshall was hanging out in the chat. Yeah, I'm so glad he was, at, he was in there. I hope he's modded. If you're not Marshall, I'll, uh, I'll get you on that. 
Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Jason Alts. How's it Nickel going? Nickelback! Nickelback! Oh my goodness. Good to hear your voice, man. It's been quite a while since we last talked to you. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while since anybody talked to me, I think. I uh He had a I baby. Have, I have family in DC and I still couldn't make it to the GP this weekend. So oh, no. Well, how old's the kiddo now? I mean, you guys are still pretty Six new to it. Weeks. So, Six yeah. weeks. Oh, congratulations. She's a terrorist. <laughs> Yeah, how, how, are you getting any sleep? You know, we're doing it in shifts, and I always had a kind of an off sleep schedule for my wife anyway. So I kind of, I kind of supervise her sleeping, and then I pass her off to my wife at about six a.m. I don't know how that's going to work when she goes back to work, but for now, it's it's working out pretty well for us. That's great. Jason Dahl, if you guys do not know, is one of the hosts of Brainstorm Brewery, which is the top finance podcast for Magic the Gathering. Woo! Uh, we're number one. And you guys have a spoiler this year, right? Uh, we're calling them previews. Previews. Ah, the first <laughs> uh, ever spoiler is a greeny cell phone pic taken from. I think that's somebody a leak. That... <laughs> I call that a leak. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. We do have a spoiler. Uh. It's actually. It's a good card. I know everybody thinks their spoiler is a way better card. See, I'm not even going to call it a preview anymore. Everybody <laughs> thinks. Everyone thinks they're as good, but like I'm actually like le legitimately excited about this card for a, a certain EDH deck. So Ooh, um, that'll nice. be spoiled on the twenty second. Exciting. So That's... if you guys haven't checked out Brainstorm Brewery, make sure you guys go and download it on your local podcast application. Yeah, on uh, Stitcher or iTunes or whatever. Mm -hmm. The guys are great. They will help out your wallet. You said March 22nd is when your uh, spoiler card comes out? Yeah, that's when it's officially previewed, so I think we're going to uh, get a jump on it. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly what day we're going to release the podcast. So, so you guys will do release it on that day. Trust me, that's what... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's your first one, so congratulations. Long time coming, yeah, about time. Long you time guys have coming. definitely deserved it, so congratulations on that. It was a little bit of a sticky situation for Wizards too. Uh, like they can't, they can't acknowledge the secondary market. Yeah, right, so right. If we're real in your face about, oh, we're about finance, and they're like, oh, finance doesn't exist. Magic cards or whatever MSRP divided by fifteen is because that's. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Every magic card costs one fifteenth of a booster pack. I don't know what the secondary market is you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for a while we were we were sort of uh, like they couldn't really acknowledge us, but we've had some uh, some really great Watsy guests. We've had Gavin Verhey and Aaron oh, Forsyth nice. come on the podcast, and they're very aware of the secondary market, even if they can't acknowledge it. So uh, we we found a way to sort of make ourselves a little bit more palatable. To Wizards of the Coast, and they've begun acknowledging us a little bit more. So that is, that's been really good. Uh, Corbin on the coverage team has not heard. Yeah, that's true. Corbin's actually showing up more and more, and uh, he's actually been on camera a few times now. So yeah, yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Um, I'm a big fan of. Corby. I think that's a mistake. I, I'm a fan of Corbin too, but just don't put him on camera. Like, <laughs> Ouch! Ouch. He's, oh, he's got a face for podcasting. <laughs> Brutal. Hey, listen, I like seeing Corbin. We're we're big fans of his too. Yeah. Um, well, do you know what we're doing, Jason? We're brewing a deck. Oh, okay. So we have, uh, with the Twitch chat, we've started to brew, or we've pretty far along brewing Ailey, the Eternal Pilgrim. Ooh. So we promised Twitch chat that because you're the money guy, that when you came on, we would give away our biggest money prize. Yeah. Which is oh, the nice. From the Vault Annihilations. Ooh. So here's how it's going to work. Ailey the Eternal Pilgrim, what's the card that comes to mind for you as like a card that has to be in that deck? Uh, I don't know if you guys, I don't like, I don't know what you've mentioned, so I'm kind of coming Just, in the dark. Yeah. Forgive me if you've said these cards before. These two need to be in the deck. 
Felidar Sovereign and Test of Endurance. Boom. Oh, Test, of, Test endurance. of Endurance we have not put up yet. Nobody said it, so... Oh, no, we did. Oh, uh, we, we did, did put yeah. it in. Yeah. Test of Endurance actually was one of the newer ads. We didn't, we didn't, I didn't even know this card existed. Yeah, so oh, somebody in chat had suggested it. But this was actually fairly recent. We went through, like, two hours of this and yeah. haven't said it. So, everybody, we're going to type in Endurance into the chat, and that is going to be your entry to win the From the Vault Annihilation... If only, right there. if only Damnation was in here. Actually, let's see if any cards in From the Vault Annihilation would make it into the deck. Oh, that's Well, there's a lot of white cards because they're. Wrath yeah. of God could be. Wrath of God, uh, Living Death. Living Death has a chance, yeah. Living Death. Martial Coup is one of my favorite board wipes. Terminus uh, is a still really good board wipe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Virtue's Ruin just wrecks. Oh! Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, Jason, we have to pause really quick. Was because, that a triple bell? Um, we have an EDH game going on in the background, and whenever oh somebody goodness. dies, all right, all right. they dig. So we got to go to them really quick. All right, we'll all be right. back with you in a minute. I'll Let's let you walk over there. I can talk to Jason. Someone won the game. Did someone straight win the whole game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Turn who, four. Turn also, four. whenever who the bell it? is rung, uh, we give away prizes. Wesley T. So. Roll! Turn four! Oh, that'll be, so that'll be good for Crazy people. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I feel bad mentioning a, uh, a card that should go in the deck that was already in the deck, but... Uh, <laughs> turn three played Ethereum Sculptor plus Unwinding Clock. Okay, um, sweet. Love to hear it. And then... Um, uh, yeah, hang on one second. Memnarch, Illusionist, Bracers, and start stealing everyone's lands faster than they can play them. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Including the Sword Feast and Famine from him as well, which then made me untap and steal more. A triple yeah. KO. Yeah. You did hear that. It's just scooping. Like, why, why bother playing <laughs> <laughs> Craig, this is one of your most powerful decks, right? Probably, yeah. Probably my most powerful deck. If, if you get the right opening hand, it's, it's almost unbeatable. Would you argue that Wes got the right opening hand? Wes got the right over. Yeah, this is the perfect <laughs> opening hand. No, it's just gross. It's, 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 it's about it. yeah. Yeah. Without the partial parrots either. So congrats, Wes, for a triple KO. That's Gross. pretty impressive. All right, shuffle up, boys. Wes has now won two of the three games. Is that well, true? this time with Craig's deck. So Craig, looks like you kind of won one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, friends. All right, you Jason, we're it. back. Jason promised that he has a card that he thinks is probably not in our list yet. Oh, really? So we're uh, waiting with... Oh, Jason, sorry. We should announce the winner really quickly. It is Wallace Lowell. Wales Lowell? Wales Lowell. Send me a message. Wales Lowell from the Vault Annihilation. Congratulations. Congratulations. You get this awesome, awesome product. 100% uh, for EDH players, too, by the way. Oh, it's so good for EDH. It's yeah. like, yeah. That's why, that's why I love Gavin Verhays. He, he loves EDH. He loves Commander. And he, he helps, it up. helps design these sets. So... Thanks, Gavin. And congrats. You won an FTB Annihilation. All right, Jason. All right. Hit us. So Trading post. Trading post? I never trading even thought post. about it. Ooh, that is a pet card of mine. Uh, it's a Planeswalker that is colorless. <laughs> and it, it has 37 abilities, and uh, it always does something you need. You it draws what? cards. It's a sack outlet. It gains you life. It gives you a chump blocker. Like, this I card is really good. I'm 100% on board with this card because it gains us the life that we need. We get tokens to sacrifice to Ailey as well. I like any card that has at least four things that it can do. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm always going to want one of them. It's the Jace of, Ar of Artifacts. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, it's it's a card I I tend to jam in decks a lot, and it it always seems to do exactly what I need. Like it's given me that last chump blocker. It's drawn me the the top deck I needed. It's uh, it's an instant speed planeswalker. So yeah, that's it, actually go in every EDH deck. And if you if you're trying to sacrifice stuff, or or have stuff to sacrifice it, 
and two of those modes are super relevant for that. You know what? I am a big, big fan of this card. Uh, Jason, great call. I would not have thought of this otherwise, actually. I, you know, I should play this card more. It seems like you're right. It would be useful in so many situations. It's just not on my radar. It's something I think about a lot, but I like it. It, it doesn't do anything super duper well, so people sort of overlook it, but the, the it does four things, like, almost as well as something that would get its own card, you know? Right. So you're saying that this should be banned in EDH? I mean, it, man, they banned <laughs> my fav my other favorite card, so uh, why not? Oh, let's commiserate about the old prophet. Oh boy, that was that made me. I had a box full. I didn't think this day would come. I just I thought there were other cards that that were uh, a little bit more problematic. Like I thought, Dead Eye Navigator would get the X before Prophet. If I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. It is a very, you, very powerful card. That do you navigator. hear the pain in his voice? In fact, actually, I did hear the pain in his voice. I'm not even making a joke. Like it was almost <laughs> like he actually like like because Jason. Let's be real. Like you're a pretty like sarcastic dude, but man, I can really feel it through you there. You, you lost somebody <laughs> close to you. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> it it felt like that. Like uh, I put all the the profits in a shoebox and buried them in the yard. <laughs> time capsule of what EDH used to be. The Wild West of Commander. They're in my box of shame now, so like they could be relevant again someday. Yeah, someday. Someone will break it in modern, or it'll get unbanned in EDH, or they'll have a new format where it's good. So, my box of shame always modern. seems to, to come through for me. That's like, good. when I was a very new financier, I was like, Night Vale Spectre's good and vintage. I'm gonna pick up all the promos for a quarter each. And then the promos <laughs> hit, like, $25. I was like, oops, I'm accidentally super good at this. Yeah. <laughs> and they started the I bought I bought 25-cent Stoneforge Mystics. I'm like, dude, people are gonna use this to search for sort of body and mind. <laughs> Wait, well, no, Batter Skull is close. It's similar. Batter Skull is close, yeah. 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 Like well, then the Batter Skull came call. out a few sets later. I'm like, look, I'm accidentally good at this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because we have the finance guy here on the podcast, like, what right now are you looking at as a card that, you know, could have financial value? Assault Suit. Assault Suit? Oh, oh. See, the thing about Assault Suit is uh, it's three times as prevalent as some of the rares in that set. So, like, its upside is a little bit limited. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think the reprint risk is pretty low. That's actually a very good point, actually. Whenever Wizards prints a new supplementary product and introduces new cards, people don't, I think, realize at that time that it's just, that's going to be one of the few times it's ever printed because, you know, they don't, they're not going to look to that card to be reprinted anytime soon. Unless I mean, it, it would really have to go into Commander Product or Conspiracy, right? It can't go into anything else. Yeah, or from the vault. Oh, true. So they don't have standard sets to print it in. They don't. They have to sort of look to their secondary market of stuff, their, their quote-unquote secondary market, which is just their supplementary stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Now, what makes you think Assault Suit uh, specifically has, like, growth potential? Uh, just the fact that it's a, a unique card and it, it does a lot of work in a lot of decks with, uh, with fun commanders. It, it's anything that's a unique card like that, like, it's the only thing that, that makes that kind of thing happen. Plus, it's a good effect. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wish there were foils. Like, that would be a, a better spec. Yeah, and, and like I said, something like Scrap Mastery I think has got more upside because there's one Scrap Mastery for every five decks, where there are three Assault Suits for every five decks. Right, right, right. Scrap Mastery, but but, but Assault Suits twenty five cents right now. It'll never get cheaper than that. And once these start getting open, like even the uncommons, you know, are uh, 
you have upside. If you look at something like uh, Aura Shards from the first Commander set, right? I realized that the the you know Commander 2013 sold way better, but I still think uh, it's got upside in the long term. And if they're 25 cents each, you can drop 20 bucks and you know and just buy a bunch of copies. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Once they start drying up on TCG Player, I think people are going to read the card, see how good it is, and just think about having that unique effect in EDH and. Uh, it's. I think in power level, it it, it rivals Blade of Selves. If you've got a, a commander like Zergo Helm Smasher or Skullbriar, mm-hmm. or something you want crashing into somebody every turn cycle, well, how about four times a turn cycle? Yeah, that is actually. It was interesting because our spoiler for the last commander set was Right of the Raging Storm, and I was originally kind of down on the power level of the card, and then when you realize it actually. The fact that it happens four times or three times or whatever is that's a lot of damage, and it's a really easy way for the whole table to come together on something like well this person's clearly the threat so i don't mind sending this into him and killing and trying to right. kill that person you know <clears throat> uh what do you think of mizix's mastery jason like long term yeah i kind of thought that was a car that they tried to make legacy level powerful mm-hmm. you know i thought that was their attempt at a uh another um containment priest or another true name nemesis and mm-hmm. uh, i'm surprised that it's not really getting there. Um, I think what people are doing in Legacy is smashing people with Emrakuls. Mm-hmm. They're not really trying to do this kind of stuff, and it's a little bit similar to cards that already exist. Right. Um, but uh, claims. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think it's it's sort of like it took people a while to adopt Past and Flames over something like Ill-gotten Gains or something like that. So, you know, there, it's th- there's that one deck in Legacy it goes in, um, but really it does some stupid stuff in EDH too. That's what because yeah. I mean you're getting back. All kind of good spells in EDH. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting back a lot for it's for insurrection level. You are essentially winning up, winning the game. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is insurrection level powerful sometimes, where you just cast so many spells it doesn't even matter what they are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, Jason. While we've got you here, Eternal Masters is coming out soon. It's caused like a lot of craziness. Um, I was looking at the reserve list the other day, and I decided to start picking up things like Yavimaya Hollow and some other cards because the reserve list is going so crazy because of Eternal Masters. Do you think, I'm, I'm just curious about your perspective uh, with EDH and Eternal Masters. Like, what do you think we should be doing right now with that set coming out to sort of like mitigate the expense of <laughs> EDH moving forward because of that set? Well, I actually wrote an article on uh, that you guys can find on uh, MTG Price um, that will, uh, that I sort of, talked about all the stuff that's relevant in both Legacy and EDH and on the reserve list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I nailed everything except Winding Canyons. I, I forgot that. Um, What's the name but, of the article? Uh, Winding oh. Canyons is another one I, I bought with you on my hollow too. Yeah. That's... Uh, I'll, I'll look that up while I'm talking to you guys. Um, so what I, uh, what I ended up doing was identifying a few cards before they spiked, like uh, Scorched Ruins and... Um, Null Rod and uh, some stuff like that that's already gone up a little bit. Right. Um, just by just by making a list of all the cards that are relevant in all three of those things, you know, that are uh, on the reserve list, that are relevant in Legacy, that are relevant in EDH, and um, we identified a few of those cards early. So uh, I think um, just by looking at some of the stuff that's only relevant in EDH, you've got a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, which is good. But um, was it, was it uh, the, called Safety? No, Going Deep in EDH with Eternal Masters. Ooh, that is a good name. I didn't pick it. 
<laughs> but I identified some stuff like uh, Phyrexian Devourer, um, Null Rod, Peacekeeper. Right. Um, that, that already some of that stuff started to go up. But there's some really good EDH stuff. Aluren, uh, oh, Humility. Is so good, yeah. Oh, Humility. Love Dream it. Halls, Volras, Stronghold. Dream Halls, I mean, City, Jimmy's favorite. I called City Traders, you know. I think it was seventy dollars at the time of the article, and now it's you know going nuts. But that was that was all uh, legacy doing that. Right. But I wanted right. to give people a chance to sort of identify some of the stuff they'll want for EDH that legacy could push up. You know, um, Academy Rector. You know, um, there's there's all kind of stuff. I really think Sarah Sanctum, uh, with legacy players looking at that for potential, like, hey, what if we want this for Enchantress someday? Yeah. Sarah Sanctum, I think, is a uh, is a card that won't be as much as Gaze Cradle, but I mean, it could it could be worth a lot more than it is now. I yeah, think. exactly. The effect is just powerful enough, and it, it it's cheating mana costs by giving you a ton of mana for something that, you know, it's just, the card type is unique. Wizards is not going to really print that kind of card ever again. And it's just dumb in Daxos, because like, it, yeah. the more it fuels Daxos, the, the bigger, same thing with Heliod. Mm -hmm. Like, you're making enchantment creatures with that ability, and it's just fueling the uh, the Sarah Sanctum even more so, it, you know we've seen how powerful Gaius Cradle is and Sarah Sanctum I I think could uh, could be more money than it is now that that's like the the card I've got the most confidence in every time I see that in a binder I'll basically give the people what they need to get that out of their binder giving the people what they need Jason that's, that's Jason like all for you everybody giving the people what they need that's what you guys I like want two hundred profit acrophics for that uh, <laughs> Sarah Sanctum sold sold how many dictative Erebos is it worth yeah right. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, fewer than it used to be. Dictates up uh, around two dollars now when I, know, I was buying bulk. So it's starting to climb actually. And yeah, I don't have as many as you, Jason, but I've got a couple hundred, so I'm excited. You have a couple hundred? Holy yeah. moly! You never told me that. Yeah, that's that's good, man. That that's a five dollar card, easy. You yeah. know, card's great, and it's 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 a staple in EDH. I think if you're playing black and have any way of creatures dying, because it's just that good. If you feel like you missed the boat on the sub two dollar copies, uh, the foil multiplier is still, you know, it's still not correct. I don't think. I yeah. think it could be like a five x foil multiplier. So this could be like a, you know, a twenty twenty five dollar foil if the non foil hits five bucks. Just because, you know, in, in three four years the card's going to be pretty scarce. It is just that powerful. Yeah, um, we're gonna take a few questions. If anybody has questions for Jason, especially finance-related stuff, we get asked all the time, and we're usually like, I don't know, ask the Brainstorm Brewery guys. Yeah. So if you have any in your chat right now, um, fire off some questions. We'll try and ask them. Uh, in the meantime, let's do one more prize giveaway here. Uh, Jason, just choose a word. They'll type it in chat, and they'll be entered to win um, some packs. So choose, choose <laughs> How about 75%? 75%. All right. If you so type 75%. In... Jason Alt is Mr. 75%. So that's Jason, a great let me explain one. what 75% may, uh, means, just for those that don't know. Yeah, this is um, sort of a, a theory for EDH deck building I came up with. I write a weekly column on Gathering Magic about it. Um, the 75% is more qualitative than quantitative. It basically means I wanted to have a way that I built decks that I basically wouldn't have to have them stashed in my bag. Mm -hmm. uh, so if I go to an unknown metagame, and I don't know what the uh, the people I'm sitting down with are, are playing in terms of power level. I wanted a deck that sort of scaled to the power level that, that they're playing, and it, it wouldn't like smash casual players, but it wouldn't be a total casual deck against people with tuned up decks. Yeah. So there are a few different approaches to uh, to building 
that way so your deck is always effective no matter what the play group is like and uh that way you don't have to have it sit in your bag if you're playing against casual players or it doesn't sit in your bag if you know everyone's playing their you know competitive edh deck so the super high powered decks yeah guys type yeah. in the number 75 yeah. percent yeah 75 yeah, just like what yeah, i just the num- uh, the i'll type it in the chat the as well so you guys can see what's supposed to look make sure like. everybody has a chance to win Hey, maybe if I type it in more, I have a chance to win. Actually, you only get entered once, so if you guys spam with a bunch, uh, you won't get entered multiple times. Yeah, the programming has thought about your crazy loophole. Yeah. <laughs> if you spam it, I get the prize, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Danny, let's choose a winner. The winner for this giveaway is... Wordna Rack. Send me a whisper on Twitch. Congratulations, you've won this giveaway. Congratulations, Wardner Rock. All right, well, Jason, thank you so much for joining the show, man. We, uh, If you guys want to check out the episode we have with Jason, you can go ahead and find that on our podcast page, rocketjump.com slash the command zone. And definitely go to Brainstorm Brewery. Is it brainstormbrewery.com, Jason? Uh, that's the website, yeah. Uh, we have most of the episodes there. Um, there's also finance-related articles. Actually, there's also articles that aren't finance-related. I know our buddy Andy Hull from uh, the Commander's Brew writes for Brainstorm now also. Yep. Yeah, Andy Hull's great. I really like uh, Andy Hull's a stand-up comedian, also. So, like, we have yeah. uh, a lot in common. You so guys I are really like soulmates, up. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like Canadian me. He's like me with better health care. Soul sister mates. We got to get them are. both at a craps table. That's all I know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nickelback. 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 All right, thanks, Jason. All right, we'll see <laughs> you next time. We'll talk man. soon, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, sure. Guys, make sure you check out Brainstorm Brewery. Uh, finance is such a huge part of this game. Uh, so especially because it's about saving money and making sure you're buying the right things for your decks and you don't buy something that is like a modern staple when you could find something that's either equally powerful or you could just wait a, fo- a few months for modern season to end. Yeah, exactly. And then the price goes down, you know. Um, we're going to have the professor on. He's going to be our last guest. we got about 10 minutes until he's on, so don't go anywhere. We're going to keep brewing this deck, but also Prof is coming on very soon. You All don't right. want to miss him. I think uh, we're, we're going to try and have video for Prof, too. Yeah, so. hopefully we can get some video for Prof. We're going to start cutting it down? I think it's time to start cutting it down just a teeny, teeny bit here. So How many we, cards do we have? We currently are at uh, 83 cards. So the first thing we need to talk about is Coat of Arms, right? We don't want that in here. And Door of Destinies, right? Yeah, I mean, I get the feeling like we're going to concentrate on non-combat-related win conditions. Mm-hmm. So I feel like definitely not both. Right. It feels like if any, you keep coat of arms because it's the kind of card where if you just look and you're like, I have nine clerics on the table. Okay, I'll drop it and win. But maybe we take both out. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I'm going to take this off. I think we should take both out. There's just no reason for us to have it unless we're, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, it's like oh, but, you know, Ailey can sacrifice larger guys. But the thing is we have so many other ways of doing that in the deck already. There's no reason that we need to have coat of arms and those guys buffing them up. Because, again, we're not trying to win that way. You know, we put Ghostly Prison in our deck. Yeah, true. But that doesn't stop us from attacking. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit torn. Door of Destiny, I think, definitely gone. Yes. It's a good card, but how many um, cards total do we have to cut? We have to cut. I mean, if we're going to run about 37 lands here, yeah. that means we're, we have to have 50, 60, 60, 52 cards in the deck? 62? 63. 63? Look at me doing my math. No, no, no. We go up to 99. 62 cards. It was fun to watch you try to figure it out. I was though. like, it's either 50 or 60. It's one or the other. Um, 
Yeah, so about 63 cards. I feel like we're a little low on ramp. Yeah, teeny bit low on ramp. We certainly don't have enough cards. We have draw way yet too many creatures. Either. 44 yeah. creatures. 44 we do not need 44. Well, creatures. some of them are uh, um, this guy named Marshall came on the show and gave us <laughs> some ideas. <laughs> that was the best, though. Yeah, it was the best. Uh, so the... right now we have Souls Warden, Souls Attendant, and uh, another, uh, the Oriok Champion. They all kind of do the same thing. They and When another creature comes into play, you may gain a life. I feel like Oriac Champion is harder to cast, does the same thing. The yep. protection from black and red, it probably needs to go. Yeah, it just doesn't feel relevant. Everybody else, uh, are we, Danny, are we seeing this screen yeah. right now? Okay. Um, so let's take some, let's take some uh, chat suggestions about what we should maybe cut and why. So try and t type in why you think it should go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll just sort of scroll around and look here. Maybe Cat and, eight maybe and, half eight and half tails. tails. Yeah, it doesn't really do what we want. It does give us protection. Uh, and it's on the creature, and it's a cleric, but it is pretty vulnerable. I'd rather have this just be Swiftfoot Boots. You know what I mean? Although it can give it self-protection and then protect, but it costs three mana. I don't know. It costs three mana. And here's the thing. We want to be spending our mana in different ways, and extort means that we're going to be spending a lot of it on our turn, unless we put in a Vidalcan Orrery. Which a lot of people saying do. Treasury Thrall. Oh, Orrery's got to go in, I think. Yeah. Do we have top in there? <laughs> uh, we do have top in yeah. here. We, we spent some time trying to pronounce it. Treasury Thrall out? Treasury Thrall. A lot of people saying that. Yeah, you know, it, it has to attack to do it. It costs six mana. It does have Extort on it, but I guess that's just not going to be enough. Uh, what else? Gray Merchant, people are saying, because we don't have a lot of black. Gray Merchant? Yeah, that's one. I agree uh, with that. Micaeus the Lunark. Micaeus the yeah, Lunark, like yeah. That. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Revenant, Narcana Revenant, really? Whoa, I think anything that's going to ramp you to this level is completely worth it. Not to mention, it can just be a huge beater. Uh, I like Nirkana Revenant a lot, but I can understand why people may not like it. It, it makes sense to me. It just doubles up your black mana. Yeah, it doubles up your black mana. Um, Ooh, somebody said we need to put Scroll Rack in. I agree. I agree. Scroll Rack is another one of those cards. And again, because we're not playing around with costs here, we don't really care. Right, exactly. This we is totally the dream there. deck, not the real deck. No, not Gary, says Veteran Elf. Yeah, sorry. I think we do have to cut him out. We do have to cut Gary. Let's see. Bitter Blossom? I'm kind of out on Bitter Blossom. I don't think it is enough. What, thing is, what do we have that's allowing us to sacrifice stuff? Like, we're going to be blowing up other people's stuff, but we're going to have to sacrifice real cards right now. That's true. I mean, Bitter Blossom does give you one thing a turn. It's the only, I guess, sort of thing in white and black that does it. Uh, it's tough. It's I don't tough. know. This is the hard part about it. Um, people are saying, oh, should we have Beacon of Immortality in there? What's Beacon of Immortality? Is that Beacon. cast stuff out of other people's graveyards? Beacon of Immortality, double target player's life total, shuffle it into its owner's library. Uh, oh, I should know what this does. We actually played yes, this. Yes, yes, I in our, uh, We played this in my deck at uh, the Community Cup. That's a good suggestion. And playing that with... Uh, People say Cut Blossom. You're saying Cut Blossom? Faith's Fetters and the Heliod's Pilgrim should probably grow. We just put those in because, you know... Is Marshall still in the chat? Marshall, we're, we love your suggestions. Yeah, we're totally keeping it. We're not cutting it. Cut, Watch cut. us cut nothing but the worst Marshall, parts. look. Look, over there. <laughs> What's Heliod do again? Uh, I think this card is good. Oh, Heliod's good, yeah. Makes clerics. Makes clerics. Yeah. For four mana, though, is kind of Somebody expensive. said the cleric, cleric uh, tribal theme needs to go. <laughs> the whole theme? But we have a ton of clerics. That was the whole point of it. Yeah, and they're all, they're all pretty good clerics. I think we Ooh. chose the best of them. Somebody did suggest Glacial Chasm. Oh, you know what? It's just such a good card. I don't know if specifically we want it, but it's good. It, we will Actually, have a lot great. of life. Light, a lot of life gain, so we can keep it alive for longer than yeah. normal. Because, you know, you do have to think, like, at a certain point, you're not going to be able to do Ailey. At a certain point, you have to give that dream up of exiling uh, sort of that sort of stuff. And at a certain point, you're going to have to be like, well, I can still gain life. 
I can still get up to a certain amount, but I'm not going to be able to trigger the 50 life because I'm at 10 right now or whatever, and I need to play this Glacial Chasm to survive. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, I like it. Um, somebody said, what's Starlit Sanctum? Starlit? A, a lot of people saying it. Sanctum. Starlit Sanctum from Onslaught. Uh, it's a land to add colorless to your mana pool or to sacrifice a cleric again. Oh, yes. Okay. This Target not... player loses life equal to the cleric's power. Oh, that's pretty okay. good, too. Yeah. So you can start doing damage at a certain point if you need to. Yep, and this is not going to be tough on our mana base. Great call with Starlit Sanctum. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Solemn Simulacrum. Somebody's asking. Solemn's There's good. There's like Burnished Heart. Burnished is Heart is too. played pretty, pretty uh, often in, in this deck specifically. I don't... Burnished actually... Heart is just really good in these colors for ramp because yeah. they don't have a lot of that type of ramp. Solemn is always just good. Simulacrum. Gauntlet of Power. Eli, Eli. I do like Gauntlet of Power quite a bit. It is a, uh, it, so you double the mana of a certain type, and then creatures get plus one, plus one. Uh, it does help anyone else that is playing white or black at the table, but it does make you guys bigger. Hmm. We don't have Soul Ring in there? Yeah, we do. We definitely have Soul Ring in here. A lot of people saying Burnished Heart they like. Okay, well, we'll definitely put Burnished Heart in. Um, I don't think we need Greed, because we have... Phyrexian Arena, Underworld Connections, Necropotence. Yeah. Um, Reliquary Tower. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, let's talk about lands. We haven't really gone through lands. Mm -hmm. um, we only have a couple minutes before we got to call up a prof here. Um, what other lands might need to go? We've got Cabal and Urborg. Mutavolt uh, is pretty good. It's a cleric, too. Mutavolt's mm -hmm. uh, a cleric? I mean, it's, it's all creature types, right? Oh, right, right, right. Uh, uh, what did I just say? Uh, Corehaven. Corehaven is really good. Do we Ma want like Maze of Ith? Maze of Ith, may as well. Um, it does not tap. I the love mana, not it? worrying about budget. This is the best. yeah. It's you just have do any Guys, cradle. Let's oh, put uh, Tabernacle. I'm just kidding. Tabernacle. <laughs> uh, Library of Alexandria. Darn it. Bojukabog. That's a good one. Bojukabog. Yep, certainly. Mirin. Um, M I R E N. The Mirin the Morning Well. well High, yes. High uh, market. We got a lot. Jeez, we got a lot of colorless lands. We want to put like Eldrazi Displacer or something. Am I going crazy? Displacer? It depends on how many Enter the Battlefield effects right. we have. We do have a few, but I don't know if it's enough. All right, guys. So while we're talking with Prof, something to think about is what maybe other utility lands we might want to add into this deck. We're going to get Prof online here. We're going to try to do video, I think, for Prof. Yes, that we are. I want to see his nice, nice... We're giving him a call. Prof is always so nicely dressed. Hello, Professor. Oh, my. Hello. It looks like you're underwater over there. I, I've, I've, I've uh, absolutely... Braved the flood of my basement uh, to be <laughs> oh, here man. to be here today. We heard about the f that your basement was flooding. Can you, you want to tell us? About <laughs> is that a dance or is that a I swim? was a swimming? I was I was uh, streaming yesterday, and my I was up to like just about my uh, ankles in water almost, and and Holy I had to moly. stop because people were comparing it to uh, uh, the guy who burned his house down, like in reverse. What? So I was just like, you know what? I don't want to be the guy who burned his house down in reverse. So I stopped, and basically the whole basement is flooded. Oh, no. Uh, that, yeah, and uh, it was a very bad, very bad day yesterday. I apologize to everyone that uh, a video was unable to come out, but I was busy ripping up my carpeting Oof. and uh, wet-dry vacuuming and dehumidifying and uh, crying softly in a corner just a little bit. Yeah, we 100% uh, forgive Now, the you. question that's going through everyone's mind right now has to be, you didn't have any sort of magic cards or paraphernalia on no, the floor, no, did you? because... Because uh, uh, in my office where I film uh, the episodes and everything, uh, I don't 
store. Uh, that's not where I store my cards or anything. Oh, really of value. I've got my prints up on the wall. They're all safe. But I, I keep all my cards in a, a much more secure and fit. You know, I mean, I know it's a basement down here and it's, you know, got a little bit of humidity even when it's not raining. So it's not where I store anything of, of, of true value. Smart man. Not to mention, if water was to get around your cards, they'd be safe because they're all double sleeved. Am I correct? They are all yeah, double sleeved, but nonetheless, nonetheless, I am really, really glad that I don't keep them down here uh, because enough, enough got ruined anyway. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you were able to join the stream. Uh, obviously, something like that tears up a house and takes quite a bit of time to sort of repair. So, yeah, thank yeah. Well, thanks for right. thanks for having me here, and congratulations on 100 episodes. Thank you, Prof. We did yeah. it. Appreciate it. And uh, as you might be our second. I think you've been on the show the second most times of anybody. Compared to who? Really? Craig. I think Craig's oh, number Craig. one. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're... Because this has got to be the fifth time or so that you're on. Wow. That's... that's I, I, I'm just honored and touched. And, you know, you guys absolutely have the same special place in my heart. And I just want to give a big shout out to my, my really good friends, James Wong <laughs> and Josh Lee Quay of the... <laughs> Singleton Zone and all the <laughs> Singleton, really? Oh, God. Oh, the Singleton uh, fun that you guys have. Uh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks, a, Prof. That means a lot. I'm a big fan of the Singleton Zone. That's great. It's like the Friend Zone, essentially. It's another name for it. You're, right, you are right. in the Singleton Zone. Well, you know, it's all fun. Everybody's playing in a nice big group, and everybody ends on good terms. Well, always. speaking of always, Singleton, of I'm going to give away a card. It is a Foil Marari's Wake from the Commander's nice. Arsenal set. And to enter, all you guys have to do is type in Singleton in the chat, and we'll, <laughs> it'll enter you. That's some high value right there. So Foil Marari's Wake, can I enter? I want that thing. Uh, you may potentially enter. That's a no. No, you can't enter. <laughs> so, Prof, we're brewing around Ailey, Eternal Pilgrim. Are there any cards that you like that we haven't put in the deck? Or cards that we should take out? There's there's a lot of awesome cards, and uh, I'm sure they're all already on the deck because you've been brewing it for the last two hours. So uh, I would have named Edgewalker, which I'm sure you have Edgewalker oh, in the that's, deck. That's my favorite one. Good call. I, what I love about Edgewalker is they don't do that anymore, do they? I haven't no, seen not the, really. the idea of like for color. They make it colorless, or or I guess we don't call it colorless anymore. What do we generic. call it? Uh, generic. generic. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. The generic. Like two less it. generic mana. <laughs> but uh, I just love Edgewalker. If only they had made like a blue white one for a wizard, or or a black red one for I don't know, like a rogue or something like that. That would have been really cool. But Edgewalker is really cool. Do you guys have Battle Tide Alchemist in there? No. Battletide Alchemist. Uh -oh. Battletide Alchemist from one of my favorite sets ever, the Lorwyn block. Uh, I think it was Morning Tide mm -hmm. uh, or Shadow More, one of them. Uh, Battletide Alchemist is a cleric with some really neat abilities. You can pull that one up there. Yeah, three uh, white, white. If a source would deal damage to a player, you may prevent X of that damage where X is the number of clerics you control. So this is for the entire table. Yeah. Wow, yeah. this is fascinating. And so it, what I like about it for, for uh, Commander is that you can do a little bit of politics with it if you want, where if somebody is going to get wiped out, you know, you could you can help them out too, uh, or at least offer to. You can do some wheeling and dealing mm -hmm. at the table a little bit. And there's and we've all been in games where they wipe out somebody that you kind of did not want wiped out. Right. Uh, and so that was that's helping you. Nice. Yeah. yeah or that's they have really a card cool. That's helping you. Yeah. So that that that's that's my suggestion. It's a little expensive, I, I guess. What's what's your curve looking like in this deck? 
You know, like, it, it's small. I would think like all these these clerics are really low. A lot of the two three drops. Yeah, so it's yeah. okay to have a couple of bigger guys in there. The Balatite Alchemist yeah. too, and not to mention it is not uh, not very expensive. You can get for twenty cents if you wanted. Trust yeah. trust Prof to give us an, a cheaper card. You knew it was yeah, I good for that. I yeah. try. I thought it would have been named. I I, I was going to go through this giant list and then just say fine. Worm coil engine. There's no reason to stick it. It's not a cleric. It has no synergy with your deck, and you can't name a single reason why you shouldn't just stuff shove one worm coil engine. Lifelink, 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 one hundred percent lifelink. Yeah, nice. There is there is almost no commander deck ever that should not have one worm coil engine. I mean, come on, come on. Congratulations come on. to Action Bronco FX. By the way, you you have won. So, congrats. Action Bronco effects. Yeah, make sure you go ahead and... Oh, I realize, Prof, you couldn't even see Josh. Can you see Josh? Uh, I can, but I'm on the time delay here. Oh, oh I wait, see. But I, I guess if I use my Skype window, perhaps... It's okay. You don't need to see me. It's overrated. No, yeah. it's... it's oh, there, there we you, are. There hey. you guys are. Hey. Oh, yeah. hey. All right, so that's good. That's, I'm going to replace my Twitch screen with that, so it's live time. So the only thing on the time delay... Is that's good because it's disorienting when you see the, the time delay. <laughs> Excellent. There we go. Now we're doing it. Friends All right. We should, we should also say for those of you out there, and there probably aren't very many, but if you have uh, not watched Kitchen Table Fables yet, which is a collaboration that we did with the professor both on his YouTube channel and ours, you should for sure check those out. They're Absolutely. really fun. We're talking about doing more um, prop. There's going to be nobody on our stream that doesn't know who you are, but just in case you want to give them your, your deets. Uh, yeah, if you don't know who I am, I have a YouTube channel called Tolarian Community College that specializes in Magic the Gathering YouTube videos. Primarily, I guess I'm best known for product reviews, but I also do deck techs. I just did a Cassetto uh, deck tech earlier in the week. And uh, uh, sometimes I do informational introductory guides like uh, tips and tricks for a format, usually focused on an introductory level. Occasionally we've done some advanced stuff. We've got legacy, modern, but uh, if there's a Magic the Gathering product or accessory out there, I have pretty much reviewed it at this point. And if I haven't, please tell me about it so that I can. <laughs> He reviews everything. Everything. Uh, dude, we got to talk about this humidifier thing. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I got it right back here. Yeah, we got to <laughs> talk about this thing. This thing is amazing. Uh, this was when one of his recent um, videos for product review, he talked about this thing. And here's, here's my pattern. Prof does a review video. He gives something a good grade. I buy it. Like every time. Like I, so I have yeah. a stack of stuff that he's basically told me to buy. And this is also already ordered. So look at this thing. This thing is awesome. This is so gorgeous. And the best part about it is that it has, I mispronounced it, uh, as I usually do in the uh, video. It's not a hydrometer. It's a hygrometer, apparently, is how it's pronounced. Uh, but what, that's what people said. I would said. have said hydrometer, too. Yeah. So. That's what I said. Okay, good. I feel, I don't feel as bad. I don't know if that's coming in there, but yeah, it's hygro. 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 And so you, <laughs> what you do is you can monitor the uh, humidity on the interior of this uh, and similar to a it, cigar box, right? Yes. But like a lot of people, and I even had a message in the video that said, before you run out and just buy a cigar box, you know, <laughs> uh, a humidor, that's not made for magic cards. That's right. made for cigars. And they use woods that often have saps in them that are going to ruin your they cards. They want it to be really humid for humidifier. It's totally different. Yeah. 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 
Uh, and so this was designed by uh, 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 Expo Gaming specifically for Magic the Gathering cards and foils for people with, I don't know, a lot of expeditions. Do we know anybody like that? No. Uh, no, no. Well, who opens expeditions? Certainly not us. Yeah, absolutely. Right. No, no, not at yeah. all. So you can, I don't want to do the whole 15 minute video on it, but uh, it, it's just, what's so wonderful is that since I don't think Wizards of the Coast is going to crack the problem of how to make foils that don't curl, in the meantime, if you've got foils of high value, it is expensive, but it's custom built to your specifications. Yeah. Uh, and if you get the, the, if you control the humidity levels in there, you essentially can prevent foils from curling while they're inside of there. Just fabulous. Whoever won this uh, foils Marari Marari's wake, foil Marari's wake should think about you know one of those humidifier things because you know yeah, you guys, you're going to have a high value foil soon. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Prof, of of this entire year, do you have like a favorite product that's come across your your table? One that one that is clearly sort of like if it was to win the Oscar of of highest value best thing. The Profsker. The Profsker. The, uh, the, the, the Profsker from this year, oh gosh, uh, you know, that's a hard thing uh, to do, but I really love the Ultimate Guard redesign. Oh, you, I yeah. know you guys have seen this, the, the redesigned Ultimate Guard, I've got them in backwards for some reason, uh, where you can hold two double-sleeved commander decks yep. in this now. Uh, I love that because the old one, it was kind of a, a weird amalgamation and it ended up really just holding one and being big and not utilizing the interior space as well. And now this is just perfection because this is such a great use of space. Two double-sleeved commander decks and then you've also got the middle compartment. I love that uh, compartment. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then, then what you've got is you've turned this into just one of the most efficient uses of space because i know that especially commander players know it gets very cumbersome having whether you double sleeve or not having your deck and your dice and your counters and a lot of players play token based decks mm -hmm. uh and so suddenly you've got this pill and then you know sometimes you've got friends who will play but don't have their own deck or you and your wife or husband or, or roommate or whatever and i love that you've got two decks ready to go here tokens dice counters all the stuff this thing I don't know if it's my favorite product of the whole year. I'd have to look at every product of the year, but this is definitely, it's a solid A. Uh, like, And I don't just mean A, like just barely made the cut at like 92.1%. This is like 96%. It's it's just, you know, like this is solid as a rock A. Every Love single person it. in Love our playgroup essentially has bought one of yeah, those Yeah, those things yeah. have taken over our playgroup. Like everybody yeah. has them. And Love by it. the way, if you don't watch the Tolarian Community College, that, that right there encapsulates exactly why you should watch it. Prof is like so passionate about this stuff. Like he will test this stuff way better than you ever will. Yeah, exactly. Just trust what this guy says. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that thing too awesome. because it's great to travel with. If yeah. you're going somewhere, you're not going to want to bring every single one of your decks. No. You know? Or even no. if you're just no. going to like, let's say you're going to a pre-release. You want to bring like one commander deck, but you also want to have that other side compartment mm -hmm. for your draft deck. And so it works for both sides, and you only need to bring that because it holds your dice, it holds the sleeves for your draft deck, and you can still have one commander deck with you that you can play in between rounds. Yep. Yeah, I love that thing. I yeah, absolutely. Call. I've seen a lot of people using it just for that. Like, they might even have just sleeves in, in this one compartment. Take it mm -hmm. on down if it's not commander. Great item. Yeah. Um, Prof, for each of our guests, we've been giving away one large prize. We've got a second yes. Oath of the Gatewatch fat pack that we're giving a giveaway in your honor to one of our... Uh, 
Listeners, we just need you to choose a word, a single word that they can type in to be entered to win. A word, a single word. You're an English professor, so we, we have high expectations. How about... Oh, now, now you've got high expectations. <laughs> yeah. that really... All right, because everybody will have to spell it uh, correctly Ooh, in like the it. chat. All right, how about juxtaposition? Ooh, Ooh my magic card which is a word. Which is a word I honestly, honestly, I remember that I learned it from a magic card when I was in high school. Yeah, and that says something... That says something about Magic the Gathering because I was a adult, 17 years old, and I had never been taught or encountered that word. And Magic the Gathering taught it to me. I remember looking it up in the dictionary because I had a bet with a friend about whether it was real mm -hmm. or like some made-up fantasy word. Magic the Gathering has great value beyond just what the cards do. Juxtaposition, that spell awesome. correctly to be entered. What's amazing, the, the hilarious the thing was, as before you said the word. <laughs> they thought it would be Merfolk. Yeah. They, yeah, they were all typing Merfolk. <laughs> By the way, if you guys... Since when do I do the obvious thing, <laughs> yeah, right? Since yeah. when do I do the obvious thing? If you guys haven't followed, by the way, you do occasionally stream. So, guys, make sure that you yeah. follow Professor on uh, on Twitch. What what's your uh, Twitch name? Tolarian Tolarian Community College. Tolarian Community College. Uh, uh, that's that's I'm not creative. I'm not creative. Uh, <laughs> I love in that the way. fact that you are the because uh, Tolarian Academy is such an iconic image snobs. and place. Snobs. Oh, they're snobs though, over it's, there. Boy, it's, they think they're so big, so just big. because they're just because their offices aren't flooding, just because their school <laughs> is not. Well, it is actually. You are but, you're uh, the true community right, college yeah. though, because you have to deal with the flooding by yourself as the dean and 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 <laughs> I guess principal of of the of, of oh, the community college. Oh no, I'm actually just adjunct. I work part time here and part time at the mall across the street. <laughs> so like, what's great is is you can find me down at the Jamba Juice uh, on weekends. You know because uh, well, I'm trying to get my water turned uh, back on at my home. Too much water at the college, not enough water running at uh, the professor's house. A true problem oh, that California sad has times, run into. Sad can times. you donate some of the flood water to California's drought? I think we need it. I'm in. I'm in California. In California. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's announce a winner here for the juxtaposition. Contest. By the way, everyone yes. either they're copy pasting the person behind it, uh, probably spelled it correct. Yeah, Umboito, congratulations! You have won the Oath of the Gate Watch second fat pack that we have given away. Yeah, a round of applause. Send me a whisper on Twitch, and I will forward you the details to claim your prize. So, congrats, buddy! Congrats. Congratulations. Okay, Prof, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time. You've been a really big part of the show, and just us doing other stuff even in the magic community so we appreciate you and we appreciate you coming on yeah appreciate my it. absolute pleasure my absolute pleasure here's to 100 more boys here's to 100 more all right thanks prof all right prof we'll see you see you soon all right take care buddy always good having the prof on i love that guy love him to death hopefully Actually, we're gonna get to go visit him here soon yeah i agree uh and prof is a huge part of the uh kitchen table fables so hopefully we'll get him to guest on some more. We have a, we've some, got a lot of exciting things going on with KTF. Um, we can't announce yet, but quite yet, yeah. Definitely a lot in the works, and, and some things are going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, guys, uh, I haven't heard the bell ring in a while. What's going on over there? It's a long, epic game over there. Look at them; they're so involved in it yeah, that they're like, it's, 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 yeah, it's a long game. Yeah, it's a long game. It started out firing. Are we trying to? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I know. All right, so let's get back to it. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're almost nearing sort of the, the we're going to start wrapping up the podcast yep. soon. Um, so let's go ahead and do our final cuts here and see if we can get this deck down to uh, 87 cards. Okay, so we're trying to cut, <laughs> well, some of them are lands, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So we need to, okay, let's just concentrate on cuts here because we're going to try and get down to at least a legal amount of cards. Right. So, so right now we are at 89 cards with I feel uh, like 13 lands. So we have 76. We need to get down yeah. to 62. 63? 63. I mean, how many lands do you want in the deck? 36 or 37? 37, I think. 37? Okay, then 62 because you got to get to 99. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, we have 76. We have to cut 13 cards. 13, 13 14, 14, cards, cards, 14 cards. 14 cards. Okay. I All think right. creatures, we've got 41. That's too many. That's too many indeed. Okay. Absolver Thrall, I think. All uh, right, guys. What I know a lot of people still want to add cards, but let's just pretend we can't do that for now because we've got to get down to the, uh, the correct amount. What should we yeah. be cutting here? What's not doing enough in the deck right now? Let's see here. Um, I like all the cards I'm looking at so far. Uh, Maybe that Chaplain, it depends on how many humans we have. We have a lot of clerics, but not as many humans. There are different kinds of clerics, yeah, so you know what? I feel like Devout, if it said cleric, it'd be different. Yeah, exactly. So okay. Devout Chaplain is going to go bye-bye-bye. Do we See cut Micaeus? Uh... Yes, we cut one of the Micaeuses, the white one. Um, I'm honestly almost wanting to cut the second one as well, because it's not really doing anything for us. We have right? enough. And a lot of our stuff is humans. It's not. I think yeah. we're enough split between humans and non-humans that it maybe doesn't do enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, uh, Samite Pilgrim. Thank you, Marshall, for that amazing addition that is no longer in the deck. Um, let's see here. Grand Ball. Should we still like Father Sovereign? Of course. Erebos. Yes. Edgewalker. Absolutely. What's Italia Samite Master? Italia, this is the one that we would prevent the X damage and you gain X life and you can only spend white mana on it. I think it's a little too conditional. I love these types of cards. I know. Yeah, it probably doesn't do quite enough. And not, also, people can play around it very easily, right? And that's never, that's never making it... What's Order of White Clay? Order of White Clay? Oh, this is the Untapper. I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good call, uh, Cobra we, Hand. We were thinking about earlier. Uh, guys, we cut Macias. We cut both Macias's. Yeah, sorry, Macias. We we miss you, but not really. We're down to thirty-six creatures, so now we have eighty-four cards in the deck. Uh, Thirteen of the land, so seventy-one. So we need to cut nine more cards. We're getting there. We're getting We're there. Getting there. I, we could take out a few more creatures, but we need to look in other areas. <laughs> Extra planar lands. If we're going snow-covered lands, I think that's still correct because it would just double our mana for three. Not quite double, but <clears throat> not quite double yet. It'll, it'll double, yeah. yeah. The gauntlet may actually come out because it does. Having it's doing what extra player lands is doing. Yeah, I think gauntlet is also better just in the straight uh, monocolor deck, uh, so you can really get the most out of it. Cut soul ring. Sorry, solar bowler, but nah, I think uh, we gotta keep soul ring. Yeah, there, yeah. Uh, somebody's saying mirror entity. Yeah, you know we aren't going for the attack thing anymore. Oh God! Somebody is saying we should put Al Hammer's archive in, and it's hard to argue. I know we don't. We only want to cut cards, but actually, I think Al Hammer's archive should go in there. It doubles the amount of life you get when you gain life. It's and also kind of card draw. Yeah, it can help you draw cards. So uh, yeah, it's like half a card draw. It is half a card draw. Oh, I didn't find it. Maybe Look, Dungrove Elder three hundred. We're putting Al Hammer's archive in, but now you need to help us cut cards, not add cards. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Did I spell it incorrectly? Cut Gauntlet of Power. Did we do it? Ah, there's lots of R's in it as well. Somebody said cut Prismatic's Lens. Prismatic's Lens, somebody's saying, because in a... It is actually not in the deck. We never put it in. Oh, it's because we have um, yeah. extra planar. Now let's see. Let's take a look at I, our enchantment. Well, really top fast. is just always good, Twisted Psyche. It's, top is always yeah, good. Top, to me, is almost as powerful as Soul Ring. Just I agree. Slightly less, but... Do we need Swords and Path? To I mean, and Mortify? I think those... 
Yeah. I think Mortify have... is better than one and we have of Utter End and swords. Vindicate too. I think we can keep swords and get rid of the path. You think it, swords it, is better than path, or path is better than swords? What? I think path ramps them in a little bit. I think swords is fine if we, if, you know, like it's not like we're going to give them so much. We're going to kill them from life life drain. Giving them a little extra life isn't the worst. Giving them another land may be worse. I think. Yeah. Okay. I, I say cut like one of them. them. I say cut one of them because we have utter end, vindicate, mortify. We don't need five. We don't need. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather put that in card draw and focus it somewhere else. You know what I mean? Raven Knight. No, wait, not Raven Knight. Dungrove Elder, but he wants to cut blind obedience. But we were always saying it always gets cut at this point. I'm does. holding on to it. Blind obedience is staying. It has extort. For it. that reason alone, I think it's going. It should be making it in above. Not above, this above. time. Yeah. Doubling cube is unnecessary. Curve is low, and coffers get you there. That's from Wizard Deluxe. That's a good. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. Um, yeah, I think I think because we don't have ways to really abuse it, so I, I can totally see that happening. It's not as good as a sort of like little bit of extra value over time. It's more good for like a burst of. You know, now I get 40 extra. Yeah, damage. exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see here. Now we still have Soul Warden and Soul's Attack. Yeah, we are low on board wipes, Cobra Hand. I know. Uh, Sarah Avatar. Maybe. It seems too good. Just... But it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Let's just get rid of that. I don't think we're, again, we're not trying to win through combat, yeah, right? So just having one big guy is not going to do much for us here. Uh, Mass Calcify, somebody's saying add. Oh, God, it's so good. That is good. We're at 80 cards with, uh, with 13 lands, so now that we're at 677. No, 67. Eight, sorry, 67. So we have five more cards to cut here. Okay. We're actually getting pretty close. Somebody's saying punt the Soul Sisters, really? Oh, actually, we should actually not count some of our lands because Maze of It does not attack for mana. And oh, neither does okay, Glacial Chasm. So we need to cut seven cards. Okay, seven cards. Um, Do we need more ramp? Let's think about what we need and what we don't need. I don't think we need more ways to gain life at this point. I don't think we need point. Pilgrim's Eye. Pilgrim's Eye? Yeah, that was a martial addition. We're just cutting all of Marshall's. I like Marshall came on and got super worth this. Yeah, that was hilarious. In a way, that wasn't that worth those with Pilgrim's Eye. <laughs> so I think we can keep Healer of the Pride. Erebos is good, but actually, maybe suggesting... we should cut Healer of the Pride because it's one that enters the battlefield under your control. It's not as uh, far reaching as Soul's Attendant. Yeah, or soul that's Warden. a good point. So I'm going to get rid of I'd rather of... have a Soul Warden than I would. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, do we need both of the Soul Sisters? I feel like. I feel like we're fine if we just keep one in here. I, see, I, I don't know. feels like if you want one, why don't you want both? It's true. They just get worse as the game goes on. Let's see here. Wall of Reverence is great. The Skilled Mage is excellent. Sun Titan, of course. Um, we have to have at least one Marshall card there, right? Did we take out all the Marshall cards? I don't know. Uh, we'll see here. Wait, it's I mean, still got Pilgrim's Eye, so... Pilgrim, no, I took Pilgrim's Eye out. Oh, ding, 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 ding! Oh, We've got a winner! Oh, died! What's going on, boys and girls? We haven't been over there in a while. This is a grindy game over here. Really Look at that board space. Wes? It started like fucking nothing. I see Wesley Tyrell oh. shuffling up over here. What happens? So uh, I turn one burgeoning so that oh, when geez. I turn two, I had five lands out, which I also had a soul ring. So I turned <laughs> two. So I turned two uh, Steel Hellkite, which was quickly taken care of by Phil. Uh, ripped Consecrated yeah, Sphinx yeah. like a champion. Ripped Consecrated Sphinx next, so I started drawing like crazy. So this is my board state now. What's your commander? Uh, Sign of your Dragon. Ah, and I noticed you have Send Triplets in there as well. Send Triplets, obviously. And Just uh, a fun card to how'd, you, how'd you end the life of poor Wesley? Just a bunch of... So I bunch of turned dragons. Scion into Atarka, attacked him with... A trample hasty dude pulled out a far hellkite with my shieldred. 
Turns out, flyers. That, that, looks, that, looks, uh, <laughs> that looks pretty scary. Phil, how are you planning on dealing with that scary board? Um, I have a maze of it. <laughs> well, that's, that's a plan. It's a start. That's it's a plan. It. It's a plan. That's pretty much it. Okay. Kill my uh, child of Lara, please. That's, uh, that's your <laughs> I'll try to. I'll All try right, then. This is, this is my board. This is my hand, everybody. It's not much. That's pretty good, but I can't get in. So. All right. Well, we'll leave you guys to it. Uh, good luck. Thank you. And we got to give away some packs. All right. Let's give away some packs. If you guys want to win the packs this time around, just type in flying. Flying into the it's chat, F-L-Y-I-N-G. I don't know why I had to type it up for you guys. Yeah, All right, out. let's keep cutting cards here. All right, A3Ls? I can do that. Yeah, that's A3Ls? Time to cut the A3Ls. I think A3Ls was on the block as it was, so. All right, next up we have, let's see. I like Celestial Gatekeeper. That card just needs to stay in here. It just seems so cool, and it's sacked. Yeah, you can sack it on purpose, so you get to... Get that thing. Arabos might not be necessary. It's yeah. nice, but it's really slow card draw. And like, are we worried about our opponent's gaining life? I don't. I think don't we are. think so. Now, do we need Great Pact and uh, and Dictate? You think? <sighs> Feels so good, but also, it, you know, something we're not talking about enough, and maybe not thinking about enough, is that Ailey does blow things up. Mm -hmm. So maybe we don't need as much. Stuff that also kills stuff, right? Board you know wipes I mean? and things, yeah. Well, board wipe we need because that's kill everything, but maybe we don't need return to dust. Yeah. Because Ailey's already can take care of an enchantment if we need to. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah, I think return to dust maybe maybe a cut. I don't like taking out removal, especially things that could end our game. But... Yeah, but Ailey is removal, right? Yeah. Ailey does that. So we have that ability to get rid of pinpoint stuff. Right, right. Mother of Runes, excellent. We gotta keep Mother of Runes! Karlov. Great. Or it's High Priest. High Priest of Penance. I think he's out. I just don't think it does enough, and we don't have a way to deal damage to it ourselves. So, so yes. often we're going to play it, and then it'll get wiped away later, and nothing will have happened. Yeah, like a board wipe to High Priest is really sad. All right, we've got a winner. It's uh, at Sutter Sane. At Sutter Sane. Congrats. Go ahead and message me, whisper me on Twitch, and I'll get back to you. Don't worry if you guys have won before and haven't got back to you. I will get back to you. All right, so now we have 74 cards. 13 of them are lands, but technically 15 or 11 of them are lands, because we have two lands that don't tap for anything. So we need how many? Uh, 74 minus 11. 63. Oh, we just need one card to cut? One card to cut? We can do this, guys. We can do this. We can build a deck we on stream. It may not be the most perfect version of It'll, the deck. It don't need to be tweaked, but I think it's okay. It's a start. Yeah. It is a start indeed. Let's um, see here. What's Debt to the Deathless again? Is it that every turn you bring something back? Where is it? Uh, here. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the sorcery that it's will... big explosion. Yeah, will blow up the world. I don't know about that one. I feel like it's... Each one loses two times X life. I mean, it's pretty sweet. It definitely... It's two times X, but you have to have, like, 10 mana for it to do, like, 12 damage to everybody. 10 mana? 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. What do we think about Death to the Deathless, everybody? This is our last cut. Let's, let's, let's um, straw poll, and then if they want to keep it, we'll go to another card. Okay. Let's make up the straw poll here. Debt to the deathless. Yay? Nay. nay. Or A. Ailey. <laughs> Yay, nay, or A. Yay, nay, Ailey. We're going to post this into the stream chat. There you guys go. A lot of people are saying keep it and cut it. It wins games. I don't disagree with that. This is certainly the power level of a card that could just straight win you the game, which is why I like it. Why That's I like true. It. It's good with Black Market. 
All right, let's see here. We, yeah, we are make low, sure use I the know pool, we're light guys. on board wipes and some other stuff. We're just, we are light on board wipes. We're um, also light on time. We are light on time. <laughs> oh, we're getting a lot of yays here to cut it. Oh, no, yay means keep it. Yay means keep it. Yeah. Yay means cut it. People are saying keep it. Yeah. So. Looks like keep it's going to win. Okay. What's another card that's possibly on the block? Let's see How here. is this deck? Well, well, Rob thirty, Robbie thirty three. It's winning with Debt to the Deathless. Yeah. It is. It's winning with Debt to the Deathless. Uh, Skull. Oh, we have Skull Climbers card draw as well. So it's good. Skullrack Signet. It's also winning Lotus. with Extort and um, yeah. What's our other way of Extort and just blowing stuff up? It's Control with Extort and then and then trying to get to a big big one spell win. Um, I would say Pontiff of Blight is also another one of the win conditions. Let's see here. Ori is so good, you guys. It goes into every deck. Vidalconori is one of the best cards in Magic yeah, the Gathering. It's, I'm up. sorry, but you have to. Like, it's so good. You have to have it. This is then you just play. then you just say go, and you play your stuff on the inset before your turn every time, mm -hmm. and they can't respond to it. Yep. Uh, Weathered Wayfarer? Not the Signet. We no. need Ramp. We need the Ramp. Uh, Bitter Blossom. Bitter Blossom is coming up, but we don't have other token generation right now. If we had, like, a... Um, uh, any, like, even the... What's the one that just gives you soldiers? X-1-1s? It's X and white. Uh, map the Waste or something? No, no, it came out recently. It's something like that, yeah. Rally the... It's not Rally, but yeah. Something the Wastes. It's like, yeah, it's the X-Soldier tokens? Yeah. We don't have that, so Bitter Blossom is much better in that regard. I just like having something that I'm, I can sacrifice and I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, exactly. For hmm. Extra Planar, a lot of people are saying, because it's two color. Extra planer? Extra planer lens. Yeah, that's true. It's way better in monocolor. I think it's still... Oh, it's Secure the Waste is the secure one. Secure the Waste, that's right. Yeah, it's true. I don't know whether or not we want to get rid Somebody's of Somebody's saying we could here. play less... We can play 36 lands or 35 lands. We could. It's risky, though. You don't need Shuffle for top. Top is just really good. Yeah. I mean, just... we'll, we'll play the, the fetch lands that yeah. we need to, but... Okay. Well, here's the thing. If you look at a converted mana cost over here in the corner... People You'll want to see. cut trading post, but we have to have a card from Jason Alt in there. That's right. Marshall didn't give us much choice. <laughs> we should we should have a card for Marshall in there. But I think I Pilgrim's Eye would be the one to put in. It's the most value based out of all. All right, of them. let's put Pilgrim's Eye in because we have a card for Marshall. And if you look at we have a uh, we have a lot of uh, one drops two three four and then five. Our curve ends at six. Our so, curve is pretty good. We just, so, so stopping maybe, at thirty six lands okay, doesn't seem thirty six lands. It's going to give us one. I hate doing that in general, but and Pilgrim's Eye is a land. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's all totally. the So we have 75 cards and 11 lands, so we're at 64. So we need, so we need to cut, cut one. one card. We're still down to one. Oh. One card here. Okay. Uh, one card. We can do this. We can do it. We can do this. It feels like enchantments, really. We got a lot of enchantments. We do have a lot of enchantments. We do have the Exquisite Blood, uh, Sanguine Bond. Bond. If uh, you combo. could only have one, which is better. I think it's the one where they lose life. They lose game. life, yeah. Problem is, if you play one, everyone assumes you have the other one, and they don't care yeah, if you sanguine, say, no, I don't. Sanguine Blonde, Blonde. I keep saying Sanguine Blonde. Sanguine Bond is definitely the more powerful of the two for us. I feel like we need... It's, it's just another win condition, yeah. but you can't get yeah, rid of it. that's true. Um, let's see here. Maybe it is extra planar lens. Maybe we don't need that mana doubling to the degree that we think we do. At the same time, though, it makes cards like Debt to the Deathless that much better. I think we have to keep it. Just something that doubles our mana. And you can play snow-covered lands, so that really helps you out more than the other guys and gals around the table. How about one of the Souls Wardens or Attendants? One of those guys. Wow, everyone's saying different stuff. Someone's saying, cut Archive, Sanguine, cut Dictate, cut the Lens. We could cut Alharmet's Archive. 
but it is pretty good. It is. You know what? I think the archive is probably it costs five. Now do you cut Helia because I don't know. I mean, four mana to put a single enchantment creature token out. True, and it just gives vigilance, which we don't care about. We don't really care about Helia. Might be it. It doesn't actually do that much, and paying four mana for a two one. It's not that great. We don't actually have a bunch of ways that if we have a ton of clerics that it's good. Yeah, I think Heliod's coming out. And that, folks, means that we are at 74 cards. Okay, now we put, need to put 13 in a of them are fetches. 11 of them are lands that we can tap for mana. So we have 63, and now we need to add in... Uh, How many cards total do we have right now? We have 74 cards total. So we need 25. 25. 25 lands. All right, so if you look at this, oh, wow, we are heavy black and not so much white here. You guys, this is the great part about tapped out is you can see what your man distribution is in the deck and sort of mm -hmm. based on that. So uh, majority of our deck appears to be black. So we probably need like 15 black and 10 white or even like 16 black and 9 white. I think white. 16, 9 is better. Uh, we do Especially need... since a lot of our cards are like double the amount well, of mana of swamps you have. We have 16 or... swamps. We have Herborg, nine. Though. Yeah, it's true. Nine planes. It also means that we need to put in marsh flats, correct? Yep. You know uh, what, what we else? need? Oh, well, ding! Let's head on over, find out what happened before we finish our mana base. Last time. We need to give away two things this time. We yeah, we did give something away. We announced the winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have been cute. All right, who's dead? All right. Craig. Craig. Phil, did you do the KOE? I did. All right, let's hear the story. I did. Um, after multiple child of Alara deaths, uh, we had wiped the board because he had this insane board with dragons. He's running Scion of the Urgen. And uh, I just cast Zergo, went in for seven points of damage. Vinny. Cast Dictated Between Gods. There. Oh my Doubling goodness, flashed in. Flashed it in. Teamwork. Yep. Oh, so teamwork when, so when you attacked, you didn't even know you were doing lethal? Or had you worked That's that? right, I didn't no. even know. No, he didn't know. Wow. So yeah, we should have we nice, gripped hands and went, bye -bye. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah. No, it was right. a creature that did it. Yeah. So 1v1 here, Vinny. How do you like your chances now, Vinny? Not good with Dictate now. Pretty all of a even you didn't think about that part of it. Yeah, that part, that part is going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> First Good luck, Vinny. Yep. All right. So to uh, to enter this and, giveaway, uh, type in dictate to chat. Know. Dictate. D i c t a t e, and you'll be entered. All right. So we have March Flats for uh, a land as well. Um, what else do we want here in terms of fetches? You know, I think we might want. And again, I'm adding a card, but we might want Expedition Map. We can find Urborg with it. We can find Glacial Chasm with it. That's true. We can find, you know, and being able to find Glacial Chasm when you, when you really need it is great. Um, so we need to cut one more card. Okay. So right now, with the Marsh Flats, we're going to take this down to 15, 9. Let's see here. We have, this should say 100, if I'm correct. 100 cards. 100 All right. We have one card one. to cut. Let's go ahead and brush it up. This is a tough one. We have a lot of good cards in here. Makana Revenant? No. Still good, especially Still if we're going to Dead to the Death yeah, list. So yeah. you, just, you can just all of a sudden win that way. Hmm. Extra Player Lands, maybe. maybe that's it. Extra Player Lands? I know yeah, some people but, in chat were really... But here's the thing. It's like we want ways to get a lot of mana in this deck, and, and having Ailey is, you know, it makes you want to have extra mana. Everyone's saying Dictate. Cut Dictate. No, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> I was like, no, they're not saying Just that. kidding. Um... Let's see here. Oh, we need to have Shambling Vent in there. Shambling Vent? Yeah, that's that's just one of our lands here. And what's the, um... What's the Shockland? 
Um, that would oh, be yeah. Goblish and Scrublands because we don't care about Scrublands. Actually, Scrublands, Scrublands, not super, super expensive. Yeah, Goblish Shrine, Scrubland. Uh, there's is there a black white um, Battleland Havland? I don't think so. Okay. How dare you call it Battleland? I know, right? I am a traitor to this to this stream. <laughs> All right, we have a winner. It's uh, BGTW2001. Go ahead and uh, send me a message on Twitch. Uh, by the way, Extraplanar Lens is good because we are running snow-covered lands, and that's why it's good, because you can exile a snow-covered land and no one else gets to use... Yeah, that's a good point. You don't give any... You don't it. give any advantage to anyone else, yeah. That's why it's really good in a monocolored deck with snow-covered lands, because no one else is going to be playing them, almost guaranteed. All right, let's see. Anything else here? This is tough. This is really tough. We, yeah, we got to cut one. I think it's got to be a creature. We have 29 creatures still. That or an enchantment. We have 12 of those. 29 creatures. I don't want to go any lower, I don't think. Um, it's true. What else we got here? Uh, is it Blind Obedience? No, it's got Extort. Extort's one of our win conditions. It could be Bitter Blossom. I really like Still Bitter Blossom. Um... Oh, hard draw. and Test of Endurance and Felidar Sovereign with Redalcan Orrery, also very good. Just yeah. to return to the people that want to get rid of Orrery, I don't think that's correct. It's almost never right to get rid of Orrery. Um, how about we get rid of... I still think it's... I, I think people are right. They're really on the lens, and I think they kind of are right. Because mm -hmm. what are we going to have, like four lands of any one type, even if it's snow-covered? In fact, yeah. because we're running so many utility lands, I think it's lens. All right, extra planar lens. You are our we also don't cut. need a ton of mana. There's we're a couple gonna, cards. We're that still going to keep the snow covered lands yeah, in there because uh, they're great. Baller, baller, super baller, and they're all foiled too. May as well go all the way. All right, it's not perfect, but with everybody's help, we built an actual deck. Yeah, a hundred card singleton deck. We did it. It is the Ailey hundredth command zone episode deck. Uh, we'll share this link on the show notes when we do end up publishing this podcast to the YouTube page. How exciting. By the way, big thanks to Rocket Jump for letting us stream on this channel. Uh, do you have... That's not there. <laughs> they used, sometimes they have a big Rocket Jump sign some, in some places. That's true, that's true. Yeah. Other room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys are not following this channel, go ahead and hit subscribe or follow the little heart button next to the channel. So you Jimmy's guys on know. there all the time playing games and, yeah. and other things. When so. do we do board game days? Every single Friday, we play live board games, much similar to what we've been cutting to over there. It's really exciting. And we stream, what else, Wednesdays? Uh, every other Tuesday is shorts. Every other Tuesday, I'll be there personally streaming. Uh, Wednesday is video games. Thursday is film school. Oh, that's right. So Wednesday, we play video games. On Thursday, the Rocket Jump Film School comes in, and they recreate shots from iconic oh, movies. Oh, this is super cool. Yeah, this is yeah. pretty much end step material right here. Uh, they will recreate iconic shots from movies and show you how to light it and stuff with a camera. And that's... That's so exciting. Like, that is really, really cool. I love that. Uh, Ooh, that it, reminds it, it me. It teaches you how to, you know, light, which is really sweet. That reminds me, now that we're on to the end step, hold on, i got to find it. Oh, yeah, Josh. Vamp. Vamp, 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 vamp. Oh, ding, 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 perfect, perfect. timing. Let's check out what's happening over here. Looks like we have a winner of the game. Yes. And that winner is... <gasps> Zaluka! Congratulations. How'd you do it? Rogue's Passage, Zergo, Dictate Out, double damage, then I cast Savage Beating, gave him double strike. Wow, so 28 damage in one hit? 28 commander damage. Hey, Vinny, you're dead. Any last words? Too late, you're dead. Uh.
Nice job. Yeah, that was a good game. This was really By the way, great game. timing, guys. We have just finished the podcast as well. Nice. So we have one more giveaway to do. To enter, all you have to do is type in Zergo to chat. Z-U-R-G-O. Okay. Yeah. And uh, guess what? You're a winner. Somehow we got it back up to 99 cards and then... Wait, we're off now? No, we have 35 or 36 lands. Should have 36. Okay, now, yeah, we're off one thing. I don't know what happens. We added a land somehow? Yeah. I must have not... No, but we have 37 lands and we still have... Um, Maze of If and our... Glacial Chasm. So technically we're at 35 lands right now. Another card got added somehow, or we didn't count correctly. No, we had we were right. What the heck happened? What happened? Maybe an old card got stuck in there. Let's see here. Uh, I think these are all correct. Maybe I'll just go in and get rid of one card that I don't like and, and not ask your opinion. <laughs> just sneak it in there. <laughs> Um, what card was it? I, I could have sworn that we had the, t the, the count right, but maybe not. If I email you a link, will you be able to pull it up? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, I can. That's it. I'm getting rid of Souls Attendant. I don't like both of them in the deck anyway. Souls Warren just sounds cooler. And then we just making it. unilateral decisions. Just unilateral decisions. I'm the one who shall decide. <laughs> and then we'll add in that last swamp that we just cut out. Putting us at a solid 99 card deck. With Ailey. With Ailey. That is legal and ready to be shared. If you guys would like to check out the full deck list, you can find it right here. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to pull up this email. Danny, uh, you can take it off my computer real fast. You sent it to me, Josh? Yep. Uh, sent it to the rocket, yeah. Okay. Yep, so it's time for the end step where we talk about something cool outside the world of magic. Uh, Phil actually talked about this, I think, last episode, but we didn't get into it. I recently got a drone. So I got a DJI Phantom 3, and I've been having a lot of fun going out on weekends, hiking out into places and taking cool drone footage. Mm -hmm. And we're going to show one here. Oh, people are saying we have the lands wrong. Were we incorrect in determining how many lands we needed? Oh, we have more. Oh, sorry. Okay, so it's half white. 38 symbols. Of oh, white we total. Need more. We need so we're going to have to be more half-halvesy here. So let's fix that up really quickly. So if you can go uh, 10, and 10 12. 12. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, congratulations to Hipster Messiah for winning the last prize. Congratulations. So make sure you whisper me slash W space at JF Wong. And then you can uh, go ahead and send me that. I'll send you what to do. Josh, this is the end step. Dan, we're going to check out this sweet video. Josh, you got a drone recently? I got a drone. And I've been taking cool videos with it. And it's super fun. And it actually makes me go outside like, and do things besides play games at a table, <laughs> which is good. So, yeah, we're going to play some footage. Yeah, so this is a minute 44 of, of Josh Lee Kwai's awesome, awesome drone footage. <laughs> one will be up near like Lake Castaic. That's my car. Oh my gosh, how's it following you? I learned how to make it follow me. <laughs> you need some buds? 
Some guys I ran into were also drone enthusiasts. Oh, nice. That's just some random car. You know, Freddie actually went uh, droning the other day. Yeah, Freddie's big into it. Yeah, yeah I want to. Really I want to learn about that too. So that's me. Nice. I learned how to make it follow me. So, Josh, you got a new follower. Congratulations. <laughs> Is this me. that Coldplay song? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool that it just rotates around you. Yeah, you can have it like focus on a point of interest and just go. Yeah. This is Lake Estate. Did you put that EQ Beautiful on? Place. Or is that part of the song? That's part of the song. Nice. They, they have some bad music edits in that song, actually. <laughs> wow, this is beautiful. By the way, guys, if you like Kitchen Table Fables, this is 100% going to be part of the, uh, the next Yeah, episode. we will definitely use the drone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and they say you can't teach an old drone new tricks. Gavin Verhey in the chat. How's it going, Gavin? Oh, What's man. up, Gavin? So good to see you, buddy. Hopefully, we're gonna hang out very soon. Gavin's actually coming down to LA, so maybe. So we will be hanging out. I'll well, be getting. Be here, I'll be getting but... the Brian Elemental. <laughs> that's true. Beautiful. All right, that's it. That is awesome. Thank you, Josh, for sharing that with us. Uh, so, guys, again, if you are in the chat right now, all you have to do to, you know, really be a part of this show and also Rocket Jump is hit this little heart button. It's on the bottom left, and it will follow the channel. If you guys really want, you can subscribe as well. Thank you guys so much for watching. So much fun. The Thank episode. you guys for being part of the show. Here's to 100 more, Jimmy. Yeah, to 100 more. Here's to 300 more. Here's to being 80 years old and still playing Commander. <laughs> <laughs> forever and ever so guys uh, please make sure you hit that follow button follow the follow the stream yeah special thanks to eli holland danny all for helping us out today special thanks also to terry robertson who is oh, all, yeah. our editor and will be editing this uh if you're not watching it live a oh, uh, lot of special thanks to phil craig Vinny, and wes for being our background edh game and for also giving us a reason to give away prizes now and then, Jimmy just remembered he. There's five things he did he didn't give away yet. So this, right. this is going to be like our to one farewell giveaway. Who's five get foil the full, full art lands? Set of five foil full art lands. So if you stuck away, around all the way till the end, you get a chance and an extra bonus prize to win my personal collection of foil lands. What are they typing so in here, nice. Jimmy? So to win, all you're gonna have to do do a not do not typing one. Do something else. Not typing? Yeah. No, no more spam. We're doing not typing. Because I think we prematurely shut down that. New and exciting. New and exciting has been asked for. Let's. Hmm, what should we do that's new and exciting, Josh? Okay. There is a word that I normally use. Oh, no, that's a one word thing. <laughs> you can, okay, you can do a one word thing, but make sure it's something difficult because there's too many people who get the answer. There's, right. a, there's, there's a farewell word that we normally use on this podcast. If you know it, go ahead and type it in. Yeah. What is the farewell word that we use on this podcast? Type it in right now, and it's not not typing. <laughs> Cat Jack, you are not allowed to, to, to enter. <laughs> Phil's over there. <laughs> trying, trying to he cheat. was actually the first person that answered as well. But the true winner is Jason is confused, who said peace first. Congratulations, Jason is confused. Send me a whisper on Twitch. You are the winner of five beautiful foil. Man, foil those are gorgeous. Those are the good ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah, I chose some of the good ones. Yeah. I really like this. Is my favorite mm -hmm. one of my favorite mountains as well. Yeah. So check it out. Send me a whisper on Twitch. I'll send you instructions. Congratulations, Josh, on 100 episodes. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow the stream. Make sure you check it out every other day when they stream. You can see all the information on the page itself Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's a great time. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.
For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> <laughs>